This is Randy West. And if you can't tell the difference between me and Ron Jeremy, you should try girls. Baby, launch a couple missiles. Oh, oh, oh. a place we know. All right. And aim them at a fella whose first name begins with O. Oh. There's one thing we all understand. Al-Qaeda won't be finished until we blow up Pakistan. Absolutely. We could chase them around forever with our tanks and all our troops. But special forces are so tired of jumping through them hoops. You know we need another plan So let's cut out all the nonsense And go blow up Pakistan Al-Qaeda needs a nuclear tank Why don't we stop Una Baba Grande sounds good to me. Maybe Ghost, please. Boom, boom. Jeffrey on. 1002 at 560 WQM. Happy uh, Thursday to it. God, it's Thursday already. Not bad. Week is uh, progressing. Right. Crawling along. Sun is shining here. Blue skies. Not too bad. Not bad at all. The sun may not be shining in Pakistan too much longer, though, ever again. Just somebody uh, passed me a blank page, George. That couldn't have been you, could it? It might have been. A blank Let me, page. Uh, try it again. Okay. Trust me, I didn't. U.S. plans spring offensive in Pakistan. Now, I don't want to be like the uh, Randy Rhodes of South Florida radio when I grow up. <laughs> now, what you told me before I find just so appalling, so amazing. Now, maybe you're why? just making that up. No, that why? she wants why? to be a female Rush Limbaugh. Is she popping uh, Oxys now? Well, she's popping something. Is she really? Popping cherries. Oh, no, I think that, well, I don't think that's ever going to happen. But at any rate, certainly not with Jim. <laughs> At any rate, how about with uh, Anna Maria? We'll get back to her momentarily, okay? Just will you just calm down. You're such a nasty, hateful person, man. Just like that stuff they're picking on old Mo. Absolutely. Keep it up, Joe. Nice going. <laughs> what? No, well, let somebody else rip that old farted ass. I like it. Hey, and by the way, Gildy, you're a silly little goose. Okay? Oh, the crowds have been so good at the Panther games because blah, 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 the tickets are... Yeah, if you're going to give away a zillion tickets, you might get some asses in there, okay? Bobby Luongo is God. 47 shots last night. They pull out a tie only because of him. He's just, uh, I mean, he made a glove save in overtime on Mark Recchi, that likes of which you'd never saw in your life. Anybody care about it? No. Oh, I'm sorry. And I don't care what the uh, paper says, 17,000 some odd. No chance, Gildy. You're full of crap. You're just, you're just a little suckling, just a little weasel, just like a little, he's like a rodent in your pocket, Gildy, you know? He's like a rodent in Moe's bag. I saw that movie. Did you? Of Mice and Men. Well, that was pretty good. Of Bubba Mices and Men. <laughs> oh, and speaking of Bubba Mices, well, we'll talk about Larry King. Don't let me forget Bill Maher. Okay. And people are going to say, oh, but Neil, he says everything that you say. Yeah, right. I mean, the 80% of the stuff that I agree with him on is like watching somebody repeat back to me things that I've been saying the obvious for like 25 years now. And the other 20%, he's so full of crap and such a little wimpy, twerpy asshole. Ah, you're funny. <laughs> you're funny. You're funny, Bill. <laughs> Larry, you're another one. Uh -huh. Too many ass kissers in this world. The U.S. military is making plans for an offensive that would reach inside Pakistan. I see there I go being angry again. See? Arr. That's on our second poll today about if I'm too angry. And a bunch of other things, too. 
U.S. military is making plans for an offensive that will reach inside Pakistan in coming months to try to destroy operations of Osama Yamama bin Laden's al-Qaeda network, the Chicago Tribune reported yesterday. The newspaper in a report from Washington citing military sources said the plans involve thousands of U.S. troops, some of them already in neighboring Afghanistan. The Pakistani government denied to Reuters that it would allow such an operation, and the Pentagon declined to confirm that such a plan was being worked on. The Tribune said the plans were advanced, but their execution would depend on events on the ground. This was not like a contingency plan for North Korea, something that sits on a shelf. This planning is like planning for Iraq. They want this plan to be ex executable now, one source was quoted as saying, right now, in other words, sufficiently before the election. Such an intervention would be political dynamite for Pakistani President Musharraf, who's allowed only a very limited U.S. military presence in his country. He's cooperated with Washington against al-Qaeda, but is under pressure from Islamic parties at home. And you can't even begin to imagine what's going to happen. Hopefully not, but it just might if we have, like, thousands and thousands of troops over there. Why do we have to tell anybody about this? Why do we have to make an announcement to the world? Unless, of course, there might be some politics involved in this. You see what I'm saying? No. Just mention that in passing, so get ready for that big spring offensive. Of course, last spring would have probably been a better time, right? Wow. Don't go and look at all the people who would still be alive today if we'd have done it last spring and might have been successful. You starting up again. Hasn't Osama said that they would never capture him alive anyway, that he's given his the one son orders to, like, shoot him? Right, but Saddam He's on the verge of being captured. Those kind of things, too. Yeah, but Saddam was a coward. We already knew right. that. But Osama, well, we'll find out. Oh, uh, Henry Gibson. Okay, yes. I'm always trying to remember who uh, played the fruitcake at the bar in the Magnolia. Right. The other part here about uh, P.T. Anderson describing the frog scene and what that's all about, that's kind of interesting. I'll save that for a rainy day. Now, what's this <laughs> thing you faxed me from Duff frogs. about the judge? Yeah, just uh, an Orlando judge said something, and Duff thought you might find it interesting. So It must be pretty interesting because you faxed it to me like three different times. That's good. No, that's once. Huh? That was that blank page. No, and you just faxed it again. That's okay. Just relax. Don't start getting all defensive like Eric. Oh, wait till you hear this. Oh, let's first take a look at that Dean poll, okay? ABC News this morning, Diane Sawyer on whatever that is. Is that Good Morning America? Is that the show? I don't know. I can't stand any of those shows. Mm -hmm. But anyway, you were the one that uh, gave me the heads up on that. So I flip over, and they're doing a thing about the microphone that Dr. Dean was using in Iowa in his post-election loss rant, <laughs> what is now known as the rant. And they showed that uh, the crowd could barely even hear him because it's a very directional mic and it's a cordless mic, the kind that they use when they do their, you know, when they go outside in the crowds. And sometimes the crowd is deafening to them, but on the air you can't hear it because it's directional, like the microphones that we use. There could be like a lot of noise in the background. We could hear it and be very distracted, which it doesn't take much for us, but the audience so wouldn't hear it. Right. So they're trying to, like, now say, see, he wasn't really ranting and raving and screaming all that much because if you put it in the context of all the noise the crowd was making, he was just trying to be heard. We're right. going to South Carolina see? and Oklahoma. Now, if you put it like it. A... <laughs> you can't even hear him, can you? <laughs> see? And, of course, they've only played it like four million times, but nevertheless. Yeah, that was part of the story, too. Huh? That was part of the story, too. <coughs> so that was part of the whole deal is that perhaps they were a little bit unfair. I guess the only thing they forgot and that they left out was the fact that he came in a very disappointing in week third in the Iowa primary and that his performances and debates leading up to that election were appalling at best. He'll have another chance tonight to redeem himself. Big debate in, uh... oh, look at that. In... 
what we pledge to be. Also remaining in the race. All Orthodox Jews. Uh, Jew Lieberman just whining and whimping along, whining. Uh, the big debate tonight in South Carolina. You're going to be watching that? I already asked you that. Right. I'm going well, to make we'll a, a little bit effort. of it. We'll all catch hell. <coughs> okay, here's the result from yesterday. The election is today between Bush and Dean. Just for fun, we were like uh, fun in it. Who would get your vote? The first half of the show yesterday, we'd get Kerry against Bush. Kerry got about 72%, Bush 18 And the rest said, <laughs> on all of them. The rest of them said, <laughs> Okay, here's how Dr. Dean did. Dean, 785 votes out of 1175, 66.8%. So we did about uh, almost 6% worse. Right. Fewer. Bush had the same 18%, which is pretty interesting, isn't it? 213. I, I think that's it. I think that's 18.1%. Always 17 or 18% of this audience is the Bush people. No matter what you say to them, you can't move them. We'll have to get Randy on the show. She can convince them that Bush is the evildoer. She'll motivate him. I can't do it. I wouldn't vote for either 132, and I'm not voting, period. No matter what you say, you fat, fag, son of a bitch, I'm not voting, period, 45 out of 1175. Okay, that uh, was yesterday's poll, and we'll schmick can that. Here's the first poll today. A little bit of a reprieve from all of that bush talk. Well, this might be kind of bush talk, too, I guess. Huh? A little bit. Well, not anymore. It's out of fashion. Who's your all-time favorite porn star, male or female? And here's the list. Well, I mean, here's the list we started with, and, of course, uh, the idea is for you to add some names to it. Who's your all-time favorite porn? Oh, and you know what we didn't put on there? Oh, there's a couple of them. Okay. Never saw any porn. <laughs> oh, yes, for those Christians. For all you good Christians out there, never saw any porn. And you people are perverts. Is that good enough for you? Well, you people are disgusting, filthy, heathen pervert bastards who are going to rot in hell. Now, you people are a bunch of perverts. Okay? Got it. Well, I mean, we got to have an, an outlet somewhere sure. for the people to go, especially the ones on AOL. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll get to that poll momentarily. The AOL took a nationwide poll. And, of course, I've always said that most of the people who use AOL are a bunch of like, like that. Right. And, of course, to show the good, the good people, the Christians, they're AOL people. Aren't you proud of that? Good. Better them than me. They're AOL. Oh. What's your all-time uh, favorite porn star, male or female? I put um, Amberlynn, Bambi Woods. Well, I mean, some of these have to be oldies and goodies. Peter North, Ron Jeremy, Randy West, Tracy Lords, Kazuhito Tadano. <laughs> That's who Clarence voted for. He said, I just love his ass, man. Uh, never saw any porn, or you people are a bunch of perverts, and then you can add some names on there, which I'm sure you will. WQAM. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, how you talking to you? Speaking. Neil. Yes. Marty Cohn. Oh, Marty Cohn. I didn't know he made any movies. <gasps> Bunch. WQM, hello. Bill or Annie. See, this guy who thinks that we're going to live. <laughs> this guy needs some serious help, in case we didn't already know that. WQM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, Jenna Jameson. She is smoking hot. Oh, she's Jenna gonna Jameson. Away. She's going to run away with it. Yeah. Is she? And, um, mm-hmm. Real quickly, if I have five dollars, can I get hand relief from Screw Ant and get change back? Yes. Excellent. Right on the corner it. there, four forty one and Kai and uh and uh, County Line Road. Right oh, up by the turn. She's handing up the Sun Sentinels too. I she's the one. And she's also taking money for the homeless voice. And if you're next jock, she'll pay you. <laughs> Good luck, so you Billy. Screw Ant's waiting for it. 
She's on her knee. I mean, she's uh, on the curb. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. See this will lighten it up a little bit. Too much bush. Too much bush. I've always said that. Bush. Ten thirteen at five sixty WQM. Boy, we got a lot of heavy duty crap today. You know, I don't have to take a puke at that Duff story now that he's. Well, he's got to do something. You know. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are absolutely, positively incredible. Zero closing costs. You pay zero application fee, zero credit bureau fee, and zero discounted points. Get yourself the new low interest rate that you've been looking for of just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are a mere 334 a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, you pay only 668 a month. Don't forget, once you refinance or get a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you'll never, ever... Pay closing cost again. So call them today and get all the uh, details. Call 1-800-940-LIN. Get the low-rate mortgage you deserve, and then move to your next property without any further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property. So get that unbelievable low uh, financing rate of just 1.25% with the only one mortgage from Financial Group. Call them today, 1-800-940-LIN, and never pay closing cost again. Financial Group, one 800 940-L-E-N-D. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions do apply. Rates are subject to change monthly. 4.21 APR. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. This is Randy West. And as per our phone conversation, I talked to Peter North the other day. He tells me your real name is Neil Down. And he still ain't interested. May I be helping you today? Hey. Would you please to be having a blue Slurpee? We are having a sale on camels. We have had about many flavors. I'm afraid that is not feasible. Who can tell you everything? My skin may be brown, but inside I think. Yes, it's true, it could have women in back. It is only because they smell so bad. You can blame a group for the actions of a group, but we don't all drink our wee-wee and smell like our poop. And it's too stop making fun of me. I shave off my beard and make my face clean. at 560 WQAM. Happy Thursday to you. Sun is shining here. It's a beauteous day from the inside. One of them picture postcard kind of days. A little uh, on the nippy side. Not too bad. Those are nice Eric, days. I don't want to apologize to you. I, I thought I must have emailed him about 45 stories or something because I kept finding really good stuff and fat emailing and emailing. And then I see there's only like 23. They're all really great. but So I don't apologize at all. Get with it, fatso. This is a great story. Thank you, Muff. Judge's insults shock rape victim. This is in Sanford, Florida, from the Orlando Sentinel, this is. Let me know if you want the other two pages. Oh, there's more? Yeah. Oh, that's right. It says in the bottom two more pages. And I don't want to, like, go into long. I don't want to read I long, ponderous so. things. Although yesterday, the Michael Moore thing I, was five pages, but it was good. I love that. Me too. Circuit Judge Gene Stevenson shocked a rape victim and prosecutor this week when he looked over the victim's photo in court and said, Why would he want to rape her? She doesn't look like a day at the beach. In other words, I wouldn't touch her with your thing. State Attorney Norm Wolfinger said yesterday he might move to have the judge removed from the case. <laughs> I can't imagine why. 
Why would he want to rape her? She doesn't look like a day at the beach. Would you feel comfortable? Would you feel comfortable as a victim in that particular court after he made those particular statements and findings? Wolfinger asked. Stevenson, 70, said he didn't remember making the comment. <laughs> oh, that's my kind of judge. But a transcript shows that's what he said at a hearing for Brian Joseph Huffman, 26, of Winter Park. Huffman is charged with raping, beating, kidnapping, and robbing the woman and acquaintance on New Year's Eve 2002 or the next morning. Huffman, who faced up to life in prison, was set to go to trial next Monday before Stevenson. However, defense attorney Adam Pollock, or is that Pollock, told the judge his client was willing to plead guilty in exchange for a 15-year sentence. Assistant State Attorney Stacy Sammons strenuously objected. She strenuously objected. He broke into this woman's house, he beat her up, and then he raped her, and after he did that, he forced her into a car to drive around with him on a about a three- to four-hour criminal episode where she was nothing but terrified, Salmon said in court. <coughs> That's when the judge looked down at the photo of the woman, which showed her face bruised from the beating, and said, why would he want to rape her? She doesn't look like a day at the beach. The victim, a 57-year-old woman, said she's angry. When a judge says something like that, it's appalling, she said. Apparently, he's a very insensitive judge. Only in Florida, man. Oh, no, not only in Florida, especially in the Deep South. Good old redneck judge, probably. Gene Stevenson. Probably kin to Gene Stevens from that racing rag. Remember Gene Stevens? No, I remember Gene Stapleton. Oh, yeah, she was great. Uh, let's see, here's the fact that says we have a situation in Florida. Pharmacies, medical equipment companies, and every Medicare-related organization has been in a standstill. For some reason, as of January 1, 2004, Medicare has not been paying. Their debt is accumulating and has no plans of changing. Medicare has been shutting down companies without reason. All this so that Jeb Bush can uh, have his own pockets lined with scam after scam. Old people are starting to be denied services. Something seriously needs to be done, says Dario. Well, it's a little bit late. You people put Jeb back in there again. Right. Even 44% of the Jews voted for Jeb Bush, according to the unctuous, unreliable Buddy Nevins, who probably made it up, but nevertheless. Marilyn Chambers, Linda Lovelace. Got him? Got him. Linda Lovelace. Poor Linda. Ginger Lynn. Amber was just a cheap copy. It says Ginger Lynn. Okay, whatever you say. How okay. about Jennifer Wells? What, what's the other Wells? Don Wells. Don Wells? From Gilligan's Island. Don Imus? No, seriously, who's the other Wells? There's Jennifer Wells. Put her on there. That's that's an oldie. Who was the one that was like a... Gloria Leonard. Get her on there. She's uh, like a bull dyke. Remember Gloria Leonard? I think some, she did your friend Al Goldstein. From stories. I don't uh, I don't think I've ever actually seen her in anything. By the way, Al Goldstein's going to be appearing this afternoon at the Kendall Town and Country Mall. You're looking for glory holes. Yeah, he's going to be supervising. <laughs> There's a, I got a little bit more on that story from yesterday from the Herald. And amazingly... Oh, I, I better find it now. While it, while it fits in, so to speak. Okay, it's in my pile way down here. You know the story I'm talking about. Yes. See, even an old pervert like me is not, not too crazy about guys that, like, go into public restrooms, public tea rooms, into shopping malls, out on the street corner, and are, like, uh, diddling out there. No, not Probably not a good idea. You remember, it was about three, four years ago that somebody first sent us, uh, faxed us a whole bunch of that stuff from cruisingforsex.com. Right, right. And you'll find just all these amazing places. I'm talking about, like, just... I don't even know how to describe them. Just so blatantly public, um, you know. Right. Parks. Like, parks and alleys aren't good enough anymore. Right. Uh, anyway, this thing about the uh, Julio Estorino. See? Si. You remember Julio? No. 
The Herald for once, and I wish I would have known this yesterday because I wouldn't use those other guys' names, but the Sun Sentinel did and all the TV stations, so I guess uh, I wasn't piling on. Or I was piling on. Esther Reno, the longtime Cuban radio personality and news anchor of the Archdiocese of Miami Station for the last three years, was among 21 men charged with sex crimes during the two-week undercover sting in the men's room at the Kendall Town & Country Mall. Well, uh, Esther Reno, 60, was arrested by uh, about 3.35 p.m. January 22nd by an officer in plain clothes who was washing his hands at the sink when the radio pause newsman walked in. He was charged with exposing his sexual organs. Now, as soon as I read that, I wonder, how do you take a leak, for example, without exposing your sexual organ? Do you, like, do it through your pants? Well, I'm sure that uh, it's the way he did it. Well, like maybe police, not police set up the animal? sting operation after getting numerous complaints. In a tight statement, Estorino denied any wrongdoing. I used the restroom in the same way any man would use the restroom, the statement said. I have turned this matter over to my attorney for appropriate action. I have faith in God and in our legal system. I trust that I'll be exonerated. He's off the air until uh, the investigation can be concluded, is what Mary Ross Augusto of the Archdiocese says. He used the restroom in the same way any man would use the restroom. He whipped it out. How mm. else do you use it? How can you, listen, mm -hmm. how can you go to a, and I don't know what the hell he was doing or who he was doing, but how can you go to a restroom of any kind, even your mm -hmm. own at home, without whipping it out? Obviously. Whether it's a sit-down job, a stand-up job, maybe a two-fist job, I mean, uh, well, you how remember, can you do it? You remember, obviously, there's two stories here, but you remember the footage that we saw back then when Dwight was doing that expose? Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, but he, but he didn't show us the part where he was, uh, humping Ann Bishop's dead body there. No, that's on the editing room floor. <laughs> Maybe Gail Not-So-Bright can find that old footage and get it for us. So I'm assuming that all of South Florida would love to see that. <laughs> Maybe it'll get Dwight over the hump in the next book. Oh. Let's see, Randy Anthony says, Randy speaks highly of you. She gets carried away sometimes, but she... Oh, yeah, you're right, she does mean well. I, I would never question that. And you go, girl, I'm all for her, but I just, I, I just, I don't know. It says, can't listen to her every day, though. Vanessa Del Rio, there's a good one. Hoochie Coochie. Remember Vanessa Del Rio? Yeah. yeah. What? No, I'm not saying she was beautiful, but she was one of the first Hoochie Coochie porn stars, or right. maybe the uh, very first. Sure. How come there haven't been more Hoochie Coochie porn stars? I don't know. Ask like a porn Celia Cruz. person. Oh, Who would you rather see in a porn it's... movie, Celia Cruz or Vanessa Del Rio? Says she was the bomb back in the 80s, says Anthony. All right, Anthony. Now it's going at the end of his uh, facts, Anthony says. Yeah, man. So I think that's a message. Oh, don't tell us about that Jamaican woman you met in Walgreens oh, talking man. about uh, the smell of urine. <laughs> Until, after the break. Until after the break. Until after the break. WQM, hello. Hey, I got one for Neil's poll. Yes, sir. Who is it? It's Jen Jameson. Jenna Jameson? Yeah. Okay, we got it, Pally. How's she doing, by the way? Just fine. She's uh, tied for lead, like you said, with eight. You're right. I, I don't know who that is. I'm sure I'd recognize uh, her if I saw her. Joe Castello's uh, like, uh, all a dither about her. So He's I, all a titter about I, it? I, I've, seen, I've seen pictures of her. I've never seen her in a movie. Well, I'll be damned. And, uh, yeah, she's good looking for a skank. I hear that Tom Brady's got a better ass, though. That's what Mo said. Absolutely. He was going on again this morning about, man, that kid's got the hottest ass. What did he mean by that? 27 past 10 at 560 WQM. Dial a mattress. You can stick your ass in somebody else's. Maybe a whole bunch of people's ass on your great new mattress from Dial a Mattress. But you got to make that call to get it. If the old mattress just isn't doing the job for you anymore, if you're not getting a good night's sleep, that means it's probably finito, Benito. Get rid of it. And celebrate the new year in real comfort with a great new name brand mattress from Dial a Mattress at an un- Beatable price. Call them right now, toll free, 1-800-MATTRESS. And Dial Mattress is mighty proud to have added Stearns and Foster Hewitt to their already strong championship lineup. 
Stearns and Foster is the finest mattress made in America, and you can sleep on one as soon as tonight by calling 1-800-MATTRESS right now. And, of course, Dial Mattress has got all the other big names, too, the ones you know and love and uh, covet. Sealy, Inserta, Simmons, King Coil, and Tempur-Pedic. Doesn't the Bible say don't covet that mattress? <laughs> Choose from dozens of models at low everyday discount prices. And don't forget, only Dial Mattress lets you choose a two-hour delivery window that meets your schedule any day, seven days a week, from 8 in the a.m. till 10 in the p.m. With low prices, same-day delivery, free setup, and removal, it's easy to see why Dollar Mattress is ranked number one in customer satisfaction in the entire universe. Even on Mars, they were raving about it. They were crawling from it. So do what everybody at QM is doing, even some people who aren't too bright. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or online. You can order at mattress.com. Live and local, we're Sports Radio 560 QAM. NBC's new hit reality series, The Ultimate Job Interview. The Apprentice, starring billionaire Donald Trump. Here's a business tip, ladies. If your boss asks you if you want to have sex with him in his apartment, he only shows kings and presidents, you say, In business, you have to speak your mind. Don't be afraid to be heard or express an opinion. I have something to say. I don't feel comfortable agreeing to sleep with you. You're fired. Isn't that against the law, Mr. Trump? Two words for your sweet cheeks. Fired. Isn't that one word? You're fired. The Apprentice. All right, here's a business tip, guys. You see my hair? Horrible hair. Dead cat. Doesn't matter. Women across the world want me. Know why? I'm worth billions. You, good-looking black guy, how do you do with the ladies? I do pretty well. No, you don't. You're nothing. Let's ask the ladies. Ladies, if you had to pick which one of us to go to bed with, who would it be? Good-looking poor black guy or billionaire with dead cat hair? Dead cat hair guy! Thought so. I love New York. The Apprentice on NBC. 1033, 27 before 11. I can't this Clarence man with these 80-minute uh, promos with a play-by-play with the unctuous Joe Gacky or anybody else. You know, if they want to hear a ball game, they can turn on the ball game. We don't want to play half a goddamn ball game oh. here on this show, okay, Clarence? When you get with it, you idiot you. Can you imagine QAM if we weren't all sports? Can you even imagine oh, it? Oh, no. God, yeah. I don't know what the hell we would do. Double-digit numbers <coughs> around the clock. Yeah. I'm so glad that you put that other choice on the second poll we're going to take later at noon. Who, me? That was Josh's idea. Who's your all-time favorite porn star, male or female? Jenna Jameson, 14. Amberlynn, 10. See? <laughs> there you go. Tracy Lords, 8. Bambi Woods 5, people with a good memory. Man, oh, man, she was unbelievable. Tracy Lord's 8, a lot. Yeah. I'm done. But she was on a Karen Carpenter diet. She always spit it out. No, she didn't. You people are a bunch of perverts 5. Marilyn, don't believe everything you see on camera. Marilyn Chambers 4. I've never seen any porn 3. Oh, come on. Or did Clarence voted on that? Ron Jeremy 3. Uh, no, no comment needs to be made. Okay, don't. Nah. Uh, Kazuhito Donato three. No, that was Clarence's vote. I take that back. He said he's got a better ass than Tom Brady any day. Peter North appeared. Not as lovely as they used to be, though. Linda Lovelace won. Jennifer Wells won. Gloria Leonard won. Ginger Lynn won. What happened to you people? Are a bunch of perverts. Oh five. None yet for Vanessa Del Rio. Randy West. You're not getting any Randy or Honey Melons. Who the hell is Honey Melons? Oh, this is facts. How about Rosa Melanoma? Melanoma. Is that something Ron Popeil put on? Melt Ronco. (laughs) That's what Sebastian says. He says, I'll ask Maria. 
I don't know who a lot of these people are, so I'll leave it up no. to you who you want to put on there. Honey Melons. All right. Is she kin to Honey Beers? Happy now, this thing about beer. Robin Gibbons, until we get some uh, verification on this, right. you're right. I'm not, uh, do I'm a not search. getting sucked into that again. Do a search on, like, the local TV news or something before I go blurting that on the air. WQAM, hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Uh, my wife's favorite is Steel Coal. Steel Coal. Colt. Steel what? C-O-L-T. Colt. Like Steel... the, the horse, the colt. Oh, C-O-L-T. Yeah. Okay. And mine is Ashland Gear. Ashland Gear. Mm-hmm. Okay, Pally, thanks a lot. All right, take care, Neil. And get it in gear. Thank you. Got those? Got them. Five six seven oh five sixty. We'll do this to one, and then we'll put that other one on there, because then it'll be more fun to see, like after the show, what the other votes are. I'll okay. give you a little. No, I don't want to give them a tease. Oh, this is bad news. Tabloid Titan dies, and Elvis is in mourning. The former editor of the World, the Weekly World News, is dead. Eddie Klontz, for twenty years the king of supermarket tabloids, who made the Weekly World News into the wildest collection of screaming, crazy headlines in journalism history. Died Monday in Salt Spring near Ocala. He was 56, reportedly left the paper three years ago. And that was the, I don't know where he died from. Um, Mr. Klontz, as editor, announced that Elvis was still alive, reported that a dozen U.S. senators were from another planet, found the lost continent of Atlantis near Buffalo, and uncovered a bat boy living in a West Virginia cave. Yeah, the weekly world news is a panic. Even Miguel would like it because on the front of the uh, one they're showing here in the story, Cuba launches shark attack on U.S. <laughs> oh, that's true. I saw it. Yeah. So what about that Jamaican lady in Walgreens? The urine lady? The new and improved urine lady? Yeah. I smell it. I'm very sensitive to that kind of thing. I you let her smell, smell it. it? I'd oh. let her smell something. Yeah. Lunatic. Uh-oh. Rich Pactor sends us this. He did it again, but this time on national TV. Aaron Magruder, a black syndicated cartoonist, is getting his own primetime TV series on Fox, no less, called National Security Advisor Condoleezza Rice, a murderer for her role, her role in the Iraq War. Well, I want to make sure that gets on the Grudge Report right away and on Newsmax.com and all the other ones that had a nervous breakdown about me and that Condoleezza song. Let's see if they hop all over Aaron Magruder again, a dark-complected guy. He made the remark as a guest on the nationally syndicated TV show America's Black Forum, hosted by syndicated columnist and Fox News contributor Juan Williams. The creator of the popular Boondocks comic strip reportedly caused some discomfort at an anniversary dinner for the Nation magazine last month when he told the mostly anti-war audience, I've met Condoleezza Rice and called her a murderer to her face. You go, boy. Nice going. In a Sunday broadcast of the Black Forum show, Magruder, speaking from Los Angeles, repeated the epithet, arguing that Rice is one of the administration's biggest hawks, advised the president on a war that led to the slaughter of innocent people in Iraq. Some of the black panelists assembled in Washington studio winced at the remarks. Maybe it was a little bit too much truth for them to handle, okay? Conservative syndicated columnist, the dark-complected Armstrong Williams, rebuked the cartoonist, whose strip has syndicated more than 250 newspapers. I can't get over the fact that you labeled Miss Rice a murderer, he said. The low-key Magruder, 29, asserted he's got a right to his opinion. She's a murderer because I believe she's a murderer, he said coolly. NAACP Chairman Julian Bond, another panelist, wrote it off to satire but added smiling, I agree with his politics. You go, Julian. Love that, Julian Bond. Yeah. Nice going, Julian. By the way, speaking of Julian Crane. Oh, you got to catch Passions again today as Sheridan continues to get the juice. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, the shock juice. I, it is just unbelievable. It's the all-time best. I thought you were talking about OJ. WQAM, hello. 
Yeah, Neil, got two more yes, names for your poll. Okay. Savannah. Was one. Savannah. Yep, and Tori Wells was the second one. Tori, the Tori Wells is the one I was looking for. Very good. Good job, Pally. Okay. No problem. Uh, okay, seek a, a confession from the Lord, okay? Doesn't he have to go seek something from the Lord, Tracy Lord? <laughs> now, who did you just give us? Uh, Tori Wells. Tori Wells. That's who I was thinking of. I mean, Jennifer Wells, she was an old, big, baggy kind of ducky, you know, about 100 years ago. Back in the day. <laughs> Jenna Jameson's got 28, Tracy Lord 16. You people are a bunch of perverts, 12. Yeah, you're right, and we're proud of it, okay? Wait till we take over, over Radio Paz for the Catholic oh, Church. We're, then you'll hear some good programs. We'll change it to Radio P-A-W-S. Yeah, Radio Piz. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, Radio Pez, okay? Radio Pez. We can have Mickey on as a guest every now and then. And we'll dispense wisdom. And we'll, we'll uh, piz on you. He was just—he was just using the restroom, man. He was just right. whipping it out. What the hell's like wrong with you people? Everybody else from five feet away, nowhere near the urinal, right in front of the well, other guy. Well, maybe he was aiming it as a threat. <laughs> in other words, give me some space, damn it! I want to like, uh, you know, give me some breathing room in here. Point at me. When in doubt, I'd like to air it out. <laughs> Amberlynn, eleven. I've never seen any porn. Eight. Marilyn Chambers, five. Bambi Woods, five. She was seriously. I would say she was even hotter than Sheridan on Passion. I don't remember what she looked like. Debbie does De uh, Deerfield? Yeah, like I saw it like, I don't know, 100 years ago. It's worth going. I don't think you probably can find it anymore, but it's worth getting. But probably you can. like a, get it at a Blockbuster would be good. 20 before 11. You know, I can't, I can't stand goody two shoes, just like that whole thing with Bush about the steroids. That, that, that's his appeal to the goody two shoes. Phony baloney. Phony. That's what really pisses me off and frosts my ass. I've always told you that, and it's the one truth. If you don't believe anything else I tell you, believe this or not. Believe this. And that is those who scream the loudest, those who are always pointing fingers at everybody else, oh, you're a bunch of perverts and you're doing this and you're doing... They're doing stuff that you never even dreamed of doing, if you catch my drift, okay? No question. They're doing little children, uh, uh, barnyard uh, animals, fruit flies, and animals, uh, right. uh, trees, I mean, you name it. Aliens Fire hydrants. Right. By the way, that fire hybrid on the corner there, it says the screw Ann was here, if you check real close. She's coming up here next month. She wants to join the Royal Mounties. 1041 at 560. She is just grotesque. Roy! I'll tell you about something good for a change. Interrex Diabetic. It's a delicious meal replacement drink that just happens to be made for people like me who have diabetes. But anybody who's looking to cut down their sugar intake can drink it, enjoy it. It's a machaya. Enterex Diabetic is sweetened with Splenda, which is made from sugar, so there's no nasty, awful, horrible aftertaste like you get with aspartame and saccharin, God forbid. Remember what happened to them rats? No. Recommended by doctors and dietitians for people who can't sacrifice proper nutrition just because they're in a big frickin' hurry. Enterex Diabetic is a completely balanced nutritional supplement that provides all the essential vitamins and minerals needed for a healthy life, plus fiber and antioxidants, yet it's low in saturated fat and cholesterol, too. Enterex Diabetic is also gluten-free and lactose-free. An 8-ounce can provides 237 calories of easily digested nutrition. You try Interrex Diabetic once, and I guarantee you'll never go back to whatever crap you were drinking before. Pick some up today. It's available all over town at Publix, Walgreens, Eckerd's, Navarro, Sedano, CVS, your other local pharmacies, or the makers are so sure you're going to enjoy Interrex Diabetic. They're giving away free full-size samples. They give that two-pack to you. They'll mail it to you, in one in vanilla, one in chocolate. If you just call their toll-free number, 1-866-368-3739. That's 1-866-368-3739 or faster yet. Order for yourself on the web at interexdiabetic.com. Just click on where it says free samples. Tell them that Neil sent you by for the delicious one and get yourself an additional special gift. 
Call today and get your free samples. Call 1-866-368-3739. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Child dysfunction. Whoa, what? You're not going to show my face, are you? Relax. This is just the radio. Oh, thank God. This is the face of Jack Thomas of 136 Oakdale Road in Louisville, Kentucky. What are you doing? He has erectile dysfunction. Come on. I've got family to think about. Friends! He can't get it up. Oh, God. I have to go to work tomorrow. He can't pitch a tent, raise the weasel, straighten the mask. Man, I'm going to kill you! If you, too, suffer from erectile dysfunction, don't be afraid. You're just like Jack Thomas of 136 Oakdale Road in Louisville, Kentucky. Stop saying my name! And if Jack Thomas of 136 Oakdale Road in Louisville, Kentucky can face his erectile dysfunction, can't you? Stop! Please! I beg of you! Erectile dysfunction. Anyone can get it. Even Jack Thomas of 136 Oakdale Road in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, God. I guarantee you won't see him this afternoon at the Kendalltown Country Mall taking a leak in uh, public. No. Or maybe you will. He'll be safe. 1046 at 560 WQM. Howard Dean will not air ads in any of these seven states holding elections next week. Officials said today a risky strategy that puts him at a distinct disadvantage with high-spending rivals for the nomination. With his money and momentum depleted, the big mo. Absolutely. Dean declined to save his, uh, decided to save his ad money for the February 7th elections in Michigan and Washington State, and 10 days later, the primary in Wisconsin. Officials hope that Dean emerges later on, while John Edwards and Wesley Clark spend themselves out of the race. Later in February, as an alternative to frontrunner John Kerry, emerges and engages in a guerrilla warfare until he wins the nomination or is mathematically eliminated. Got that? Got it. Because as of right now, he's got more delegates yes. pledged. Than Kerry. I just mentioned that in passing. What to do? Uh, we don't want to get too political, though, today. We'd leave that to the goddess. She's going to turn it around. You turn it around, Randy. You go. Who's Annette she Haven. Endorsing? She's endorsing Anna Maria. Annette Haven. <laughs> what? Huh? Nothing. She said uh, something about Bush. I don't know. Anna Maria in the same sentence. Annette Haven. Got it? Got it. Nikki Charm is my all-time favorite, says Tom, an extreme nympho in a small package. Well, I can certainly relate to that last part. Brianna Banks, it says, get her on there. She's young, up and coming, and stacked. George would love the movie when Jenna Jameson does Brianna rectally. It is smoking. Rectum, too. Yeah. She actually put a Winston in there. Or was it a Marlboro? It was a Paul Mall. And she was smoking it rectally. 56705. Oh, here's the AOL poll that you were. Uh, they, these people would not approve of this poll we're doing today. These people would be really pissed oh. off. Most of the people who do AOL are geeks. Old Freaks, people, children, assholes, don't know better. Mugwumps. Here's a poll they took nationwide on AOL. They got almost 400,000 votes. What's your view of shows on TV and radio? Th- th- I mean, this is America, man. Gornish goody, goody two shoes. Goody two shoes. Hypocrites, phony baloney. Everybody's like uh, better than holier than us. Here's the answers. The offensive material is getting out of control. 59%. You asshole. If you don't like it, just turn it off. Now you're talking. All right. 32%. Some things push the envelope, but it's not that bad. You asshole. 9%. Should obscenities be allowed on the airwaves? No, never. 47% say never. You asshole. Only at certain times, 37%. And yes, at any time, 16%. You asshole. You asshole. Should nudity be allowed on the airwaves? No, never. 46%. God forbid. God forbid. No, God. Only at certain times, 37. Yeah, like when we're watching. And yes, at any time, 17%. That is so discouraging, you know? Mm. Yeah. 
<clears throat> even where I'm sitting, which where rarely is heard a discouraging word, but that just uh, is deflating. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on your AT and T and Verizon wireless line. What's your all time favorite porn star, male or female, or in between? WQAM, hello. Hey, Uncle Neil, what's going on? How you doing, Pally? Good, good. I got a couple of names for you for the poll. Okay. Um, first of all, the uh, lovely Christy Canyon. George will know that name. Okay. Christy Canyon. I think we got to pay respect to the woman that started it all, Linda Lovelace. I think she's on there. Okay. Um, I I don't have the poll up. <laughs> that that's common. No, nah, well, you sounds like you're working on it. Yep. <laughs> and we got a local person. I got to name one person that lives locally. She's no longer in the business. Kathy Willits. No. Well, Actually, I forgot about that, but no. Yeah, let's um, forget about her. She, her name was uh, Gina Lamarca, and she uh, lives down in this area, and she was uh, Penthouse Pet of the Year and then did uh, some porns before she got out of the business. You want to do um, a poll about which celebrity porn star, like a Frank Gifford, Paris Hilton, Dr. J, stuff like that. Okay. It's just an idea. We'll work on it. Love you, man. Bye-bye. And love you. Thank you. Hey, man. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the AT&T. Rise and wireless line. Poor Kathy, man. When's that uh, hubby of hers going to come out of the closet? When's Jeff coming out? Wasn't that, wasn't that his name? Yeah. Jeff Willits. Let's see. Frank says, first, George, if you saw the Howard Stern movie Private Parts, you see that? No. Neither did I. Jenna Jameson was the chick who got naked in the studio. Well, that was nothing on the Ron and Ron show. They had a whole bunch of nasty, skanky-looking broads running all up and down the hallways naked. Let me clarify, because I don't want to lie. I I started to watch the movie Private Parts. I see. That's all. Is this going to be another gratuitous shot at Howard Stern? Is that what this is going to be? No, I just want to be accurate. Why not? No, I don't care. B, I like Cheyenne Silver because she's all natural. And C, just to comment on the porn channels. Well, just a minute. Since we're doing this, we probably ought to put on. Now, be careful here. Some ambiance. Put on the Playboy channel. It's a dyke scene. Excellent. The only way to travel. Oh, no, it's a uh, three-way. Something for everybody. One in the pink. And one, one in the, the sink. sink. And one in your drink. <laughs> they call it a swizzle stick. A mink. And look at that dink. Can we say dink? Well, if you call someone a dink. I think I just did. Well, this is good, see, because there's lots of action, but only like some really good, some of that corny music they play in the background. Oh, yeah. That's the best. Oh, better step right there. No rear entry on this show. Okay, now, what is it? I'm getting sick of seeing movies with that dude whose penis is bent in the wrong direction. Uh, you'd think a little bend in the wrong way is no big deal, but this dude can scratch his balls when it's erect. And it uh, <laughs> and it sucks because they always put the best-looking chicks in the scenes with him, but I can't stand to see that nasty, deformed thing. I don't have any idea who he's talking about, do you? No. A guy that's got, like, a curly Q penis? Well, we'll have to find out. I'm sure somebody knows. Five six seven oh five sixty. Call up uh, Radio Paz. Maybe they have a, a list over there. Hot list. Jenna Jameson is in the lead. She's got 35 votes. Your all-time favorite porn star, male or female. Tracy Lord's 25. You people are a bunch of perverts, 19. 12.2%. You're just jealous because you don't know who any of these people are. Boring. is what Those people are boring, you know what? They're watching old reruns of uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Hey, that's a good show. But Amberlynn, 13. Never seen any porn, 11. 
Marilyn Chambers, nine. Vanessa Del Rio's got seven. I wonder what those people, what language they speak. Incredible. Kazuhito Tadano's got six. I bet you Clarence voted a bunch of times. He's probably running around a building, tapping on different uh, things. <laughs> Peter North, five. Ginger Lynn, five. Bambi Woods has got five. Ron Jeremy's got four. Oh, my God. Linda Lovelace got a pair. They're kind of like old and saggy by now. Tori Wells, two. Jennifer Wells, two. Annette Haven, one. Gloria Leonard, one. Gloria Wennard. Uh, Man. Remember Ooh. her? I asked you that before, but I just can't I remember what Al talking about her. old, dangerous, dikey broad. I think man. I've seen a picture. Woo! Man, she was mean. Uh, Brianna Banks has got one. Christy Canyon, one. And none yet for Savannah. Randy West. You're not getting any, Randy. Nikki Charm, Honey Melons, Steel Colt, or Gina LaMarca. Out of 155 votes. How about Daryl LaMonica? Has he got any yet? No. Come on, what are you doing, Daryl? He was okay in my book, in, in the day, back in the day. <laughs> Nico James, or is that Jones? I don't know. I can't read it. Nico Jones and Sandra El Culo Sanabria. <laughs> well, you put these on there however you want. It's your people anyway. Okay. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T Verizon Wireless Line. QAM. Oh, hello, George. Hi. Um, yes, sir. I want to nominate some um, porn stars. Okay. Okay. Uh, One or two. Don't don't give me like a list of ten. You know, oh, just two. two. Just two. Oh, um, okay. they happen to be African American. Okay. That's uh, okay. All right. I can't help uh, the first name is Sean Michaels. That's Sean spelled with an E. Okay. And the second one is Dominique Simone. Everybody <laughs> who knows about porn, they they will know who they are. Dominic. Dominique. Oh, Dominic. I would hope so. Yeah. Don't that's, give me no Father Dominic. No, no, no. Okay, it's D O M I N I Q U E. U E, yeah. Simone. S I M O N E. Okay, thanks a lot. Oh, sorry, I sorry I called you, George. Uh, Alright, take care, Neil. I haven't called worse, although I can't think what. 5670568. Pound 560 on the AT&T. Absolutely. Uh, And Verizon Wireless Line. I think today's the last day you'll have to put up with the phlegm. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, man. Beauty. Now, it's not even like uh, very colorful anymore, you know? It's kind of like uh, Bill Maher. It's not too colorful. Oh. You know, I, I don't care what anybody says. It's just one of those things. It's like if you like vanilla ice cream, I'm happy for it. Enjoy it. I don't like it. And it's the same with him. If you like Bill Maher, hey, te salud. You know, have a, wonderful, have a wonderful life. Something. I just don't, uh, he may, he, I just can't stand him. Yes, I agree with uh, He was ripping religion last night on there with Larry. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, it's fine, but it doesn't impress me because I just, it's him. No matter what he said, unless he brought me a check for $50 million to my house, then I'd say, hey, you're the best, Bill. But other than that, I just can't deal with him. You know what I mean? Well, uh, hey, one thing about hair, once it leaves, it doesn't make a comeback, okay? It doesn't, like, take a little vacation or hiatus and then just uh, come popping back one day. So forget about uh, waiting for your hair to grow back. Ain't going to happen. Forget about drills drills and holes in your head. Forget about mousy-looking wigs, unless you like looking like a clown. See, that's one thing. All the guys that have those nasty-looking pieces, everybody falls on the ground laughing at them, usually behind their back, unless they're short little guys like Kucinich. Then you can do it right into his face. The answer is the natural hairline system from Chuck Alfieri. For almost 30 years now, Charlie's been doing it right for the famous and not-so-famous and everybody in between because, you know, if you got a billion dollars, you still can't replace your hair with a better-looking piece than Charlie's natural hairline system that looks like real hair, like it's going out of your scalp, as opposed to a barnyard animal fell from the sky like those frogs in Magnolia and just died and perched there right on your head. And you have nothing to lose except a bald spot because everybody gets Charlie's 30-day guarantee. 
After a month, if you don't love the way it looks and feels and smells, if you're not getting all kinds of action at the Kendall Town and Country Mall, Charlie will give you a full refund. And don't forget to mention Neil Rogers when you call. You'll save an extra 200 bucks off the already low price of Charles Alfieri's natural hairline system. Call him today. There's no obligation. Call toll-free 1-800-321-2413. That's 1-800-321-2413. Or log into the world-flaming website, charlesalfieri.com. And local. This is Sports Radio 560. Home, baby. Come play with these titties. The following is an actual recording of a conversation between a porn star subscriber and a porn star advisor. You've reached Porn Star Emergency Services. This is Kendra. I need help. I've just been in an accident. Oh, were you rear-ended? Yes, yes I was, and it hurts. Oh, good. It always hurts the first few times, but then you get used to it. <laughs> when you turn on Porn Star, an advisor is always there to turn you on. My neck hurts. I think I have whiplash. Oh, I love whips, but I charge more for bondage films. Huh? My car's total. I'll never get these pizzas delivered. Hey, are you the pizza delivery guy? Yeah. I know you. Didn't we work together on Double Sausage at the Back Door, volumes 10 through 27? Ask your dealer about getting serviced by Pornstar. Ow, I think my head is starting to swell. Oh, now I'm getting hot. I have your GPS coordinates. I'll be right over. No, no, I need medical attention. Oh, does that mean you want me to wear my nurse's uniform? <laughs> Sure, okay. Porn star. Always bear. Always ready. You people are a bunch of perverts, it says here. 22 people voted that. 12.3%. Now, do you really believe that, or are they just having fun? No, I, I really believe we're a bunch of perverts. And I've never seen any porn, another 12. So that's like almost 20% either have never seen any porn, but of course they're probably dying to, uh-huh. or How can that be? They're Amish? they think we're a bunch of perverts, but they'd like to watch too. Huh? Here's one. It says, from John in Port St. Lucie with his new fax machine. Good machine, John. Nice going. Uh, is that Shelly the machine? <laughs> My favorite porn star of all time is Annette Haven. She's probably in her 50s now, but she was so big, big, humongous, gigantic, and they might have even been real, but I doubt it, <clears throat> during the pre-shaving Bush golden era of porn, says John in Port St. Lucie. Here's another one. It says, hiya, Pally. Did you see Dr. Rice on the Today Show? No. I don't watch the Today Show, Pally. Getting grilled about WMD with Matt Lauer, some party line fumbling through her answers. You know, the rap like uh, gathering threat, all that horseshit. I'd like her to give those same weak answers to the parents of kids who've been grilled and maimed over a pack of lies. She's a total see you next time and has to go, as do all the fascists in the house. Keep up the good work, Pally. Grip it tight and the passport to who Apex Rachel Darian. Who's that? I don't know. <clears throat> you don't know? But we wrote See, you're getting a good education now. You're going to have to go out of your nearby blockbuster store in the kitty section and uh, pick some yeah. of this crap up. Whatever happened to your good close friend from the video store, Mitch? Oh, you mean your close friend? Mitch from Video Waves. Aren't they out of business, oh, I think? Uh, what? Nothing. I don't know. I think they're out of business. They are. They're out of business. All oh, right. Josh knows. Let's hear Josh it. See, there is a God. Them. I know it. Oh. Oh, we got the Antony connection. What? We had a, a, uh, a mutual employee there for a while. Antony, I don't know what you're talking about. Antony from the Joe and Mark show used to work with Mitch. Never liked him. Five six seven oh five sixty never made him either, but just based on what you're telling me, yeah, I never liked him. Pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Favorite porn star of all time, male or female or undetermined. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. The guy with the bent pecker is Jake Reed. This cock is bent more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> 
I hit it too. Just don't have to case. get cocky about it. Yeah. Well, we can put what, it on there. Though, what was the name? So. Jake Reed. Jake Reed. Yeah. Bent Reed. He had a wilted reed, something like that. Maybe he's kin to Greg Reed. Oh, he's on our next pool. I'm sorry. Five six seven oh five five sixty. What a shame that we're not answering the phones. Don't do it though, Josh. Because then that way the people on hold don't get entertained with some of this really nippy stuff. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Uh, hello. Yes, sir. Yes, hi. Uh, good morning. Uh, I want to make a correction to the nomination I made. It's Sean. It's spelled S-E-A-N. S-E-A-N. What did you say before? It's Sean Michaels. Yeah, but how did you spell it before, though? Oh, um, it was... B-R-U-S-E. It was spelled wrong. Um, S-H-A-W-N. Oh, well, don't be doing that. Yeah, okay. Don't do it again, Pally, okay? No, I... All right, thanks. Go to confession, man. See for, seek forgiveness from the Lord. Oh, God. Don't be doing that no more, please. 5670560. Oh, we got a pretty good list going here. I'm sure we got... Now, what about that uh, Italian stallion? What the hell is his name? Sylvester Stallone. No, not him. Not that Italian stallion. The the Italian guy that's in uh, Rocco... Uh, Bendover. Z- Z- no, Rocco Zifferelli, Zifferetti. I, they, you I, know how I'm these sorry. guys change their name? Like Joey Silvera, Joey... Uh, I'm going to call, keep... call Joe Castello and have him on the phone so that he can be our expert consultant. No. Leave Joe alone, okay? He's not awake yet. Joey Silvera, put him on there. Okay. Uh, I don't. Uh, oh, you know who else you need to put on there? I was just going to say I don't know any of the names of uh, guys from the fag uh, from the gay uh, porn movies. Yeah, that's not true. What about uh, Jeff Stryker? Okay. No Jeff Stryker. I've heard you speak of him. Oh yeah. That's him. Really? Isn't that amazing that we have a clip for Jeff. That's with the Y, by the way. S T R Y K E R. Looks good. Dumb as dirt. Uh, that's good enough for right now. Joey Silvera, Jeff Stryker. We'll have a list of about 5,000. And then at the end of the show, George is going to sit around with all our audience and uh, watch all of these. Yeah. a marathon. And then the guy from uh, Radio Paz can go by. He ain't doing nothing much these days. He's going to watch those other movies. What are those? Gay. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Pretty good, sir. couple things. First... My favorite porn star, she don't really do movies, but she's got a, a tremendous free website. It's Heather D. Heather George D? Manauer, you punch up Heather D on your internet service and you'll get free movies. Okay. Second, okay. you hear what happened to Mad Dog Mike over in Tampa? No. Yeah, with uh, the SCTV. His show is sort of like yours, but he does music, but he talks like, you know, mentioned the word, the P word, and stuff like that. They find him $750,000. Oh, that, that was a Bubba and the Love Sponge. Is he on that show? Yeah, Bubba, I'm sorry. Yeah. Was Mike works with him, and I was talking to Mike. Yeah, 750 grand. And I, I mean, saw, well. He wasn't well, that bad. They'll appeal it. Yeah, well, they should, man. Well, tell them to put Heather D on there. Tell George okay, we got it, man. Have a great day. million Heather D. Yesterday's news, we got Heather D. Just relax, okay? Calm down. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. You notice how they get really whipped up about this? They're whipping it right now. And why not? Huh? Why not? I think that during the rest of the year, no more talk about politics. The only bush we ought to talk about is the one you know, we're talking about today. What do you say? We'll leave the heavy duty stuff to. Does anybody believe I'm sticking to that? No. No, but it sounds good. Oh, I want to do this story though. She used to talk about Bush and her lack. Al Qaeda side calls for a big attack on the U.S. I don't want to get. We'll save that in the last hour. I don't want to get people nervous. <laughs> House Democrats claim prayer is disrespectful. This is disgusting. This is nauseating. This is from Arizona, which is not surprising because Arizona is a real, real right-wing, goose-stepping fascist state where the average age is 110. 
Representative Doug Quellen, Republican of Phoenix, caused a stir on Tuesday when he delivered prayer on the state house floor that took aim at multiculturalism, welfare, abortion, and alternative lifestyles. It was a prayer that made the rounds on the Internet since 1996 that when it was delivered before the Kansas House of Representatives. Offended Democrats, led by Representative Wally Strong of Phoenix, filed an official protest saying the prayer was partisan, disrespectful, and divisive. Here's the prayer. Quelland. Heavenly Father, we come before you today to ask your forgiveness and seek your direction and guidance. We know your word says, Woe to those who call evil good. But that is exactly what we have done. We've lost our spiritual equilibrium and inverted our values. We confess that we have ridiculed the absolute truth of your word and called it pluralism. We have worshipped other gods and called it multiculturalism. We've endorsed perversion and called it our alternative lifestyle. We've exploited the poor and called it the lottery. We've neglected the needy and called it self-preservation. We've rewarded laziness and called it welfare. We've killed our unborn and called it choice. We've shot abortionists and called it justifiable. We've neglected to discipline our children and called it building self-esteem. We've abused power and called it political savvy. We've coveted our neighbor's possessions and called it ambition. We've polluted the air with profanity and pornography and called it freedom of expression. And we've ridiculed the time-honored values of our forefathers and called it enlightenment. Search us, O God, and know our hearts today. Try us and see if there be some wicked way in us. Cleanse us from every sin and set us free. In the name of your Son, the living Savior, Jesus Christ, amen. Jesus Christ. Here's the Democrats' response. Pursuant to House Rule 20, we, all the members of the House Democratic Caucus, protest the lack of respect that was shown to the members of this body and the citizens of Arizona during the opening prayer on January 26, 2004. The opening prayer is the one opportunity during each day that we can come together as a body. The opening prayer should unite us, not divide us. But the prayer on January 26 was divisive. It was a pandering, mudslinging, name-calling political statement. It was hateful and mean-spirited. It was undignified. The citizens of Arizona deserve better. We are diverse. We have unique perspectives, and our unique voices should be respected, especially during the opening prayer. As members of this body, we must set aside our differences and show respect for Arizona in all its diversity and perversity. How do you like that? You goyim out there, man. I can't handle it. You right-wing goyim. We just can't deal with it no more. I say give them Arizona. Give them the whole state. And Mark Lindsay. We'll throw him in there, too. Okay. Why the hell not? Ain't nothing there I like. Five six seven oh five sixty. Wonder if you ever cut off that ponytail. WQAM, hello. Not there. QAM, hello. QAM. Yeah, I got two two more for Liz's or Liz for Neil's okay. uh, contest. Go ahead now. Don't get tongue tied on this man. Just calm down a little bit. I know. I'm sorry. I know you get worked up. Go ahead. It's the first time I've talked on the phone. No, it's not. Go ahead. Okay, Neil. Yeah. I got two more. Okay, lay mamas. John Leslie and Hypatia Lee. Hypatia Lee. Hypatia Lee. Okay, good choices, man. Have a great day. John Leslie, old troll, and Hypatia Lee. H-I-P-A-T-I-A-T-I-A. Hypatia. How much? About 20. Let's see. Porn spam to have new specific labels, it says here. The FTC rule also bans photos and emails. Pornographic spam email will have to be clearly labeled by mid-June to allow Internet users to easily filter it out, the FTC announced yesterday. Unsolicited pornography will have to bear a label reading sexually explicit content in the subject line, and the messages themselves will not be allowed to, and the rest of the page doesn't print out, to do something. Uh, Chasey Lane, C-H-A, well, uh, why am I spelling it when you're faxing me this? You've obviously got right. it there. Why am I doing that? Because I'm dumb, I guess. Oh, Zoli in North Miami, who just won't give up. He's back. That's the bad news. A nominee for the post. See, what did I tell you about this Zoli in North Miami? Didn't tell you about a long time ago, Maricón Grande? Si. Bugarón? Si. Told you. Chad Hunt. 
It says he's a gay porn star with a 12-inch uh, toy, noodle. He frequently visits South Beach. He's actually a nice guy in person. Look him up online, and you'll gag just looking at what you see. It says Zoli in North Miami. Chad Hunt. 12 minutes past 11 at 560 WQM. Look at that. 15,000 manufacturing jobs lost in South Carolina in 2003. They uh, got no work. And do you realize that 50% of the registered Democrats in South Carolina are dark-complected? No, I did not know that. So uh, Al Sharpton is going to get a lot of votes. And there was a prominent black uh, leader in South Carolina today endorsed John Kerry, which I'm sure Edwards ain't too pleased about that. I just mentioned these things as a sideline. If you want the details, listen to Robert! What's your name? Our good friend. Who? Randy. Randy, the goddess. Don't be knocking Randy. Now, don't turn on her Randy. just because she had about? the hots for Anna Maria now. Yeah, who didn't? I didn't. Well. I mean, I like her a lot. She's a sweetheart. I love her. Well, I mean, when we come back from the break, George will tell us about the things that he and Anna Maria did on the sly. On the side. Side of what? Side the of the building. Last time you looked at it and decided it's just, see, I, I don't, I can't handle this copy, Todd. You're going to have to come up with something different. This is so old and so rehashed and so bad. Okay, it's terrible. If you got a really menial paycheck, if you, it's like you're sweeping floors when you look at your check is what you're getting paid, then change your life. Do something about it. Call Fast Train, get some training, and get yourself a brand new high paying computer career. Call Fast Train at 866 Fast Train. Because in just four short months, they can help you get a new high-paying computer career with a big fat paycheck to replace that little teeny puny one you got right now. The demand for computer professionals is growing like topsy, so call them today, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. With seven locations, there's bound to be a campus nearby you. Fast Train offers you job placement, financial assistance for guys who qualify. And with day, night, and weekend classes, there's no excuse to stay in that dead-end job no more. And if you register now, you can have that new high-paying career in just four short months. So like Todd Dreck, you can have a really big one, too, a big paycheck, because that's all he's got that's big. Call toll-free 1-866-FAST-TRAIN right now, or check him out on the web at FastTrain.com. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours. QAM. Abs of steel busted your ass with buns of steel but men what muscle do you really want to strengthen well now you can do it with the latest fitness craze manhood of steel yes manhood of steel we'll teach you how to remove a 10 pound weight from the barbell and use the ring toss method to lift 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 your way to a pulsing powerful pecker i used manhood of steel for three weeks and then one day I got a flat tire, and I didn't even need to use the jack. And if you buy Manhood of Steel today, we'll throw in the Manhood of Steel shaft strap and woody weight. Manhood of Steel. Buy it today. I think we struck a nerve here today, if you catch my drift. Because hmm? look at this one fax. It says, Johan Paulick from Bellamy, hands down. And then it says, oh, my God. Wow. And you can see it kind of like trailing off. What are those spots on the page, George? Ew. They actually came out on the facts. Johan Pollock. Who, who is that? Does I've anybody never, have any idea? From Bellamy? I remember that song, My Bellamy, by the tea set. You remember that? I do. I got oh. it in here. In fact, I understand they played that on the, the music in the tea room at Kendall Town and Country Mall. <laughs> no, you know what the problem is? I'm going to tell you right now. And I know this sounds revolutionary and ridiculous, but like in Amsterdam and like civilized places, they have places where frustrated, oh. pent-up people oh. can go and, like, screw around. Now, in America, just like swing clubs, see, that's a good example in Broward because you got a fascist uh, sheriff there, Ken Jenny, who's a real Nazi bastard. And, you know, with all the stuff that goes on, the violent crime and the rape and all these terrible things, 
they spend all of this time raiding swing clubs. You know, if it used to be the gay hey. bars in this place, now it's the uh, swing clubs. Murderers and robbers are dangerous. They have guns. Now, the idea that anybody is threatened by a swing club is so ludicrous. The idea that somehow the people who go there, well, you know, they want it in our neighborhood because their little children live there. Well, people that go to swing clubs aren't interested in little children. That's number one. Number two, they pay to get in. It's behind closed doors. And whatever any consulting adults are doing behind uh, closed doors, it, it's nobody else's business. It's not Ken Jenny's business. It's not the government's fucking business. It's nobody's business. And I'm not making any excuses because I have no, uh, I, I cut no slack for anybody who's like uh, yanking it in, the, in a public tea room like that. You know, in a place where there's sex going on, go have a good time. You want to go get a lap dance, leave people alone. But Jesus Christ Almighty. Jesus Christ Almighty. They just take away everybody's choices. And so what it boils down to is that they, you know, although there are some people who like uh, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? What kind of stuff? The kind of stuff that we saw at the kind of town and country mall. Oh, bathroom rooms. stuff. Yeah. I will never. That urine lady is going to bet. No, I, I think upset. part of it. I think part of that is the thrill, the 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 danger of being caught. I think that's a part of it. You know okay. what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which they're obviously that. not thinking about their names being in the newspaper the next day and on the front page. Although at least I made the front page. But I mean, uh, you know, what, what are we talking about here? We're talking about people who just uh, are way over the line. Right. But can't we have a happy medium for people who would like to be a little bit behind the line? No, we can't have that. Those swing clubs, man, it's a bunch of perverts in there. Well, guess what? I'd like to meet somebody who isn't a pervert. In addition to which, I don't believe there's one thing on our poll here. I don't believe it. Which one? I've never seen any porn 19. Because anybody that's got a computer, you know what I'm saying? How can you open anything or go to any page without Oh, come on. Anybody that's got a computer that hasn't right. uh, checked into a little here. And, and I, I, I'm one of the people who finds it extraordinarily boring. Right. To be uh, surfing the net for and those chat rooms and all these desperados. But to, at least they've got an outlet, okay? At least they've got somewhere to go. And as long as it's not kitty porn, whose business is it? Right? Right. Right. No baby goats. Uh, here's one that says I want to add. Oh, this is from our friend Dan. Oh! How you doing, Dan? I want to add to the current poll of current adult entertainers. Chloe, no last name, not to be confused with Chloe Jones, an excellent female star with incredible orgasms. Chloe. I also wish to nominate Rocco Cifaretti. That's what I was talking about before. You don't know who that is? No. Oh, he's been he's been around for years and years and years. He's Rocco Zifarelli, Rocco Cifaretti. You know, as an amusing and stiff male entertainer, Dan says personally, I don't even have a third of the package he carries. Well, maybe he can work for UPS. <laughs> well, Secondly, I'm glad you're enjoying the Mo Bush picture I sent. I sent a link a while back for another web page that kept statistics of wounded or killed American soldiers in Iraq. I'm pretty much in disgust with the entire Iraq situation as well as the unemployment issue. The Republican Congress doesn't want to extend benefits to the 2 million-plus people unemployed as unemployment supposedly, allegedly has gone down. No, it didn't. I used to be that position myself, and I'm still waiting for the real job to appear. I hope to see Bush out in 2004. Oh! If I may, I'd like to plug one of your sponsors, says Dan. Go right ahead. Interrex Diabetic. I have diabetes and really enjoy this drink greatly. I highly recommend this to anybody. Thank you for the mention and them as well. Thanks, Dan. That, that He covers all the bases right there, from Chloe to Interrex Diabetic and everything in between. Does this say Chris? Because I can't make out the bottom of this. Uh, Christ? What I don't know. Say? I gave Josh the facts so he could spell stuff. I see. Anyway, it says, I used to like a good porno flick, but they have gotten so ridiculous. Have you seen Diaries of the Tow Truck Driver? No. Not yet. Saw this one last week. It deals with a woman's car broken down in the middle of the desert. A big old truck driver, tow truck, that's his name, stops to help her. He opens the car hood and says, I see your problem. Then he gets the spark plug cable and sticks it in his... Rectum. Wow. He gra I bet you he's got an even hotter ass than Tom Brady. He grabs the woman, bends her over the car, and... 
plugs her. The guy then says, bite on a spark plug, bitch. As the woman bites on a spark plug, the woman's car turns on. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a real turnout to me. Nina Hartley, here's one, says, put Nina Hartley on the list. Not, I have one for the poll, please put her on, but put her on. Okay, just calm down. Wow. Wally B., another one of our regular contributors, says, Erica Boyer. Oh, I should, before I get into this, the Hot Couples Contest, it's going to start very soon. Maybe not this week because we're getting the prizes all firmed up. We're getting it really firm. Yes. And then once you check the pictures on there, you might get it pretty firm, too. But it's going to be good. We'll do a couple of giveaways like we did last year. Right? Right on. We had some pretty interesting people on there last year. I'll tell you that. Some pretty yes, beautiful people. Some people who weren't too bad. And then, uh, you know, then we, we had should, some uh, <laughs> folks. Hall of Fame. What the was the names of that winning couple? Man. I forgot. Wow, wow, wow. wow. Oh, Amy wow. and Aaron. Well, you can go onto our uh, features page. That's probably still on there somewhere, isn't it? Uh, I bet it's still on there. Erica Boyer, says Wally, one of the first to take it up the, oh, I can't say that, but looked uh, too much like Chris Everett. Oh, like a donkey person. Larry King looked at a, uh, like I had a loss for words last night. Yeah, lots of listening. Very observant, Wally. I was thinking the same thing. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Wasn't saying too much. He didn't want to be associated too much with those things that Bill Maher was saying, like about religion especially. Have you noticed the bandwagon jumping going on lately in the media? Some of the junta propagandists actually seem to be hedging their bets. Yes, I have. So there you go. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. What's your, who's your all-time favorite porn star, male or female? Uh, 251 votes. Now look at the whole bunch of them that don't have any yet. A whole bunch. Randy yeah. West don't have any. You don't have any, Randy. He's probably listening to right now. None for Randy West. Jenna Jameson, 49. Tracy Lord, 45. You people are a bunch of perverts, 25. Almost 10%. I've never seen any porn, 21. <laughs> Marilyn Chambers, 14. Amberlyn, 14. Ginger Lynn is right under Amber. She's got 12. Amber Alert. Vanessa Del Rio, 11. Peter North, 7. Oh, look at that. Kazuhito Tadano, 7. So Clarence is still uh, diddling around. Bambi Wood, 6. Ron Jeremy, 5. Brianna Banks, 5. Dominique Simone, 4. Christy Canyon, 4. Annette Haven, 3. Tori Wells, 3. Remember Inside Jennifer Wells? No. Wow. Uh, in fact, was... uh, Pat Boone was in there with James Darren. How's the weather? Raquel uh, Darien, 2. Jeff Stryker's got a pair. Jennifer Wells, too. Gloria Leonard's got two. That big old dyke. I bet you Al voted for uh, Gloria Leonard. And then it goes down from there. Randy West, you have oh! the big O, Randy. He's still uh, making movies. He's about 150 years old. He's a little on the limp side. They have pills for that now. No kidding. No Schmidt. Well, if you don't believe us, yeah, let just me, open your email. I, I just am amazed. I'm shocked because it just keeps, if it's not over-the-counter medication of some kind, you know, like cold medication or stuff like that, you got all these uh, impotence pills, and you got the uh, cholesterol-lowering pills. Every other ad is for some goddamn pharmaceutical thing while the companies continue raping the American public. Don't get your drugs from Canada, by the way. That's unsafe. <laughs> Man, haven't I always said that the American government treats the citizens like a bunch of little children? Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, because naturally here in Canada we're like a 50th world country, and God forbid anybody should take these drugs. <laughs> Sports Radio 560, 2 a.m. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Oh, hi, Bob. Say, how have you been readjusting after the divorce? Bedside Brad. Uh, you both didn't get along too well, did Oral you? madness. I see. Is she still... Night shift nurse. Oh, where at? Where the boys aren't. I see. So she likes... Uh... Dildo dolls. 
Well, my relationship seems to be doing okay. Blow your own horn. Now, what's that supposed to mean? Motel wife. Are you insinuating? Uncut fantasies. What are you talking about? Porno Max. It comes real handy. 29 till noon at 560 WQM. Go blow your own horn. Wasn't that with uh, Ron Jeremy? I believe so. Here's a fax that says... From Mike, all those people voting for I've never seen any porn are full of crap. And Mike, you are absolutely correct, sir. Says I guess it's just you, George, and I that are the only ones keeping this billion-dollar industry alive. By the way, please put me down for Jenna Jameson, an oldie but a goodie, and she's leading the, uh, the pack. She's got 52, but look who's right on her ass. Who? Tracy Lawrence. They are ass to ass. Rectum to rectum. Ass to yeah. Ass. 52 to 48. You people are a bunch of perverts. 25, 9.2 percent. <laughs> Up yours. I've never seen any porn. 21. Right. Well, maybe they're like uh, kids. Okay. Are the kids valid. out of school today? No. No. Let's see. Amber Lynn, 14. Marilyn Chambers, 14. Ginger Lynn, 14. And Vanessa Del Rio, 11. And Kazuhito Tadano is up to 8. Bad news. Speaking of Ron Jeremy. Yes? Male or female, and not counting his, uh, his press agent there, who would be voting for him? See... You have a very short memory. You were telling me before the show when we were talking about this poll, you were saying uh, right, he'll do reminiscing well. about the day that Al dragged him into the building sure. and the fact that everybody in the building was just ooing and eyeing and oogling about him. I, I don't know. Some lifeless people with bad taste. Okay. What uh, can I tell you? That's the answer, I think. I want to tell you one more time. I don't want to see him again with his clothes on or off or anything in between. I don't, I don't like the guy. No. He's got a gigantic ego. Right. At least 10 people were killed and 45 wounded this morning when a suicide bomber carried out a terror attack aboard a bus near Israeli Prime Minister Ariel Sharon's residence in Jerusalem, Israeli police and medical sources said. Oy. I guess that road map's a little on the shaky side, huh? Yeah. Better bring your own compass and search party if you use it. Sharon was at his ranch at the time of the blast aboard bus number 19, which was traveling from the Hadassah Ein Kerem Hospital. At least 10 dead, 45 wounded. And... Judge says, R. Kelly, stay away from Michael Jackson. R. Kelly will not be mingling with Michael Jackson during next month's <laughs> Grammy festivities. A judge has ordered the R&B star, who's awaiting trial on child porno charges, to stay away from the king of pop, himself facing child molestation charges when Kelly attends the awards. Don't let me forget, I better go out and get the new Inquirer today. Don't forget to get the new there Inquirer. There might be some really heavy-duty crap in there. Prosecutors and Kelly's lawyers said they never raised the issue of meeting between Jackson and Kelly during a hearing this week about Kelly's travel, but stay the hell away, okay? Stay away from that pervert. It's bad for you. Now, the interesting thing, I saw a piece on the news about this a few days ago. R. Kelly, his music is selling better than ever. Right. He's nominated for two Grammys. Michael Jackson, nobody wants to touch his uh, music, if you can call it that anymore. Nobody wants to touch his uh, albums with a 10-foot pole with your hand. Right. Isn't that interesting? Uh, people are more sympathetic to uh, people who have sex with underage girls as opposed to You mean like Jerry Lee Lewis? Yeah. Right. Because it was consenting. It was consensual. Right. Okay. Such as it is. As opposed to people that... Oh, and speaking of Michael Jackson, I guess now would be a good time to read about that soda pop, huh? I beg your pardon. Oh, oh the uh, the Jesus juice pop there. Yeah. Jacko put wine in boy's Coke can, no. magazine says. Michael Jackson gave wine to the 13-year-old cancer patient at the center of the molestation charges he's battling, but concealed it inside a Coke can, according to a story in the March issue of Vanity Fair. Didn't we have this on this highly rated prestigious show months and months ago? Yes. 
about, about that stuff in Vegas and about the boy party in Vegas, which we still haven't heard any more about that, but we will. That'll all come out. The incident reportedly occurred during a February flight from Florida and partially explains the charges of administering an intoxicating agent with intent to commit a felony that the beleaguered pop star is also fighting in Santa Barbara County, California court, according to writer Maureen Orth. Orth reports that Jackson refers to white wine as Jesus juice and red wine as Jesus blood and usually drinks them out of soda cans so that nobody around him will know he's consuming alcohol. <laughs> Calls to Mark Garagos were not immediately returned, it says. This is a Newsday. Orth, citing the singer's former business manager, Myung Ho Lee, writes that only Jackson's inner people know his code names for the beverages, adding that it tells you that the boys spent quality time with Michael. That's in quotes, quality time. The boy and his siblings have said that all the kids around Michael knew about Jesus Juice and that Jackson told them Jesus drank it, so it must be good. WWJD, what would Jesus drink? Right? <laughs> Yeah. Oh. What would Jesus drink? Kosher wine, I'm sure. Enterex diabetic. MD 2020. WD 40. <laughs> Orth also says that at least on one occasion, Jackson allegedly gave alcohol and soda cans to minors. In a Vanity Fair piece, Lee describes a similar incident involving a 13-year-old boy in Japan in 1998. Boy. During the boy's visit with his family to Jackson's Neverland Ranch, Jackson is said to have told his accuser, girls are tattletales. Making oh th this paragraph right here wow 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 wow. He is said to have told his accuser girls are tattletales, making it clear he didn't want the boy's sister or mother around. The boys ultimately got to sleep with Michael while their mother was put in a guest house. The magazine says March issue of Vanity Fair. I'm going to have to pick that up as well. Okay. Got it. Got Don't it. Don't forget it. Vanity freaking fair. I hope that they nail his ass to a goddamn cross. Maybe Mel Gibson can make a movie about him. The Passion of Michael. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. WQAM. Hello. Hi, Neil. Please. Yes, sir. Is this Neil? Sounds like me. Yes. Oh, hi. How you doing? Pretty good. Um, I guess you guys are going screenless. Caught me a little off guard. There. Screenless all year long. No, no pimps. No intermediaries. That's cool. Um, got a uh, something for the poll here. Okay. Don't know if you know her name. I can't think of her name. It was. Uh, Put on cable, so they may have, you know, changed it a little bit. Giselle McKenzie. Who, who am I thinking of? I don't know. What's her name? I have no idea. I don't know. You, you guessed it. You're reading my mind there. Well, um, what do you mean? She's she's only on cable? No, I saw I saw it on cable, like on one of these, you know, Cinemax More or something late at yeah. night. It was a. Uh, but can you give uh, us a little bit more specific clue? Yes, I can. Here we go. Because I mean, I saw uh, Florence Henderson on TV too. And I don't think it was her. Definitely not her. I'm a little bit better looking. Oh, uh, hopefully. Maybe 40 years ago, I don't know. Um, the name of the movie was Playmate of the Apes, the takeoff of uh, Planet of the Apes. Okay. I bet you we can look that up. And yes. uh, there were three women on there, and the one I'm thinking about was the, the brunette with the long hair with the small breasts. The brunette with the long hair and the small breasts. Yes, but she was very cute. She's kind of hot. Just who you're oh, talking Jen about. Jennifer Vellapi. Is that who it is? Who is it, Josh? I don't know. Wait Come a minute, we're looking it up. Playmate of the Apes. It's kind of like a, a, a soft... Okay, we'll look, we'll look it up the uh, movie, and then we'll probably find the names of the uh, broads that were in it, and we can you know, pass the names by if Josh gets around, gets his hand out of his pants soon enough. Can we uh, get to it? Misty Mundane? Misty Mundane? Monday? Monday? Misty Mundy? That's maybe who it is. Sounds Debbie Roshan? Debbie Roshan? 
know. I don't know her name, but she was just. Uh, right, hold on. IMDb is great. It's got you know links with pictures. Okay. Well, wait a minute. We're, we're looking at the pictures right now, so Josh might take a little while. No, no, we're on that. We got it. And who's the other one, George? You don't have a character's name, do you? Two of them had big fake breasts, but the one with the the real small. The one with the small, lovely, real breasts. Okay, we'll find it out for you, pal. We'll figure it out. Was it Commander Gaylor? (laughs) Was it Uvula? (laughs) Okay, I don't think we can uh, put that one on there. But he got got to plug it. Doctor Cornholius, playmate of the apes. That's cute. In fact, wasn't she on trial in Orlando? The ape. Oh, yeah. Five, six, seven. That, that story is amazing. Thank you, Duff. You're really on top of it today, sweetheart. By the way, speaking of that, how's uh, Clarence doing with, uh, what's his name? With Kazuhito uh, Sh- Shitsu, uh, whatever his name is. What's the guy's name? Careful. Kazuhito Tadano has got eight. By the apes. Tracy Lords has moved into first place. Oh. I knew it. I always thought that. Didn't I tell you that this morning? Yes. Jenna Jameson. Well, let's see. Tracy's got 55. Jenna Jameson, 52. You people are a bunch of perverts, 25, but that number's going down, 8.3%. You're not fooling us, okay? You're not fooling us at all. They're probably still watching them old 8mm uh, ones. Remember those? Oh, yeah. I've never seen any porn. 21, 6.9%. You see that number? Mm-hmm. Gingerlin, 17. Amberlin, 16. Marilyn Chambers, 16. Now that, uh, come on. Marilyn Chambers? Maybe they're remembering her fondly. From I don't. I don't remember. Of course, but, but no, she was when. in Behind the Green Door. Yeah, that was the movie. And I don't. I don't remember it. I'm, I'm sure I saw it because I've seen every one that's ever been made. But weak uh, looking. Huh? She was always weak looking. Weak. Like just mediocre looking face. Vanessa Del Rio, 12. Well, she was no hot mama either, Vanessa. Ugh, but uh, you know, your people are voting for her, obviously. Why aren't there? Why aren't there Mexicans? more more Latino porn stars? Latin porn stars. More Latino porn stars, that's what I just said. How come? I don't know. Maybe they have Celia Cruz disease. Do you know what I mean? No. What? They're dead? 19 till noon at 560 QAM. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. If you're caught driving without a seatbelt, you will be removed from your car and shot. The police now have the authority to enforce seatbelt safety under the new Patriot Act 2. The new law is in effect now, so click it or be shot. Officers don't like doing this. They are only following orders. It's for your own protection in the never-ending fight against terrorism. Terrorist acts such as mouth noise, burping, and farting could be annoying to others. So under Patriot Act 2, eating will no longer be permitted in restaurants. Anyone eating outside the designated eating area will also be shot. It's the law. law. We like saying that. The law. The law. The law. The law. It's the law. Mr. Hey, even the Vatican, even in Rome, they have places for the uh, pent-up frustration of the priest where they can go and, like, release their frustrations and tensions. The They're called bathhouses. Oh. 11.46, you may be chuckling to yourself, but uh, happens to be true. That's what I'm told by those on the inside, those in the know. Inside the bathhouse? Maybe they just want to be clean. Maybe they want to cleanse their soul. Sure. Or something that rhymes with soul. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the A. In fact, I can think of two things that rhyme with soul. One begins with an H and one begins with a P. <laughs> oh.
That's bad. Don't be talking about father's tool like that, please. Sorry. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I uh, got one for the poll. Excellent. How about Long Dong Silver? Long Dong Silver. Boy, that's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. And I got, uh, I hear you and George uh, going back uh, about uh, uh, Jackie Johnson and uh, her. and uh, Jackie her, Johnson. Uh, yeah, on TV. Uh, uh, and I noticed uh, what you're talking about uh, when she's doing the weather, how one boob looks a little bit uh, larger than the other one. They're kind the, of little... the left. The left boob is three times the size of the right one. No, it's the right one that's bigger. No, wrong. Well, no. If you're looking at the TV, boobs, it'd be uh, the right. The right one is the bigger one, and the left one is is not sagging down as that, far. That is correct. As you're facing, as you're doing push to push, right? Somebody did some bad surgery there, I guess, huh? And on the push too. <laughs> Have a great okay. day, Pally. See you, Pally. Long Dong Silver, you got it? Got it. Got it. Oh, by the way, during the break, I did extensive research, and and I do believe that the person that he the previous caller was talking about is Misty Monday. Okay. How about John Holmes? It says here. Well, I, well, I oh boy, I'd rather put Sherlock on there, Holmes. But somebody would have to say that. And those people who are like, as they say in uh, royalty, size queens, they'll say John Holmes. Boy, now that 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 proves my point. He he was like somebody in a freak show. He's still dead, by the way. I just mentioned that. Anybody notice it says on this fact that we're paying a buck seventy to a duck eighty a buck eighty plus for a gallon of gas? Good thing I said duck. Would you please mention what the translation of that drop you have that in Spanish says something like Papa oh Papa Pantaolo <laughs> Papa Pantaolo Papa Juan Pablo Papa Juan Pablo man Papa Juan Pablo get it right get it correct they straighten it out it says not it's not in your archive drops and I was just curious well don't be too curious Ay, Papa Juan Pablo Papa Juan Pablo well he speaks with like a little like he's got something in his mouth yeah like most of them right. Just like uh, that guy from uh, Radio Paz. Right. Five, six, seven, oh, five, six. He, he just went in there to take a leak, that's all. He had one of those green, uh, what do they call those things that they stuck in Sheridan's mouth when they give you the electroshock? The uh, the, the bit. The, the like mouth. a bit, like a the horse bit. What do they have a name for protector. That? No, it's not a tooth protector. The hockey players wear that. It, there's a word. It's a, uh, oh, geez. Mouth Somebody piece. will know. Mouth bit. No. Bit of honey. No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. We got a real good battle here between Tracy's Lord and Jenna's Jameson. Tracy's got fifty nine and Jenna has got fifty six. What about Jenna Bradshaw? Anybody remember her? No. WQAM. Hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Okay, I have one for you. Uh, you have Seika on there, yeah. Seika, one of the lovely blonde uh, Swedish stars, right? Yeah, let me let me ask you something. You haven't Go noticed. Ahead. That uh, Marilyn Chambers resembles Chris Everett? Yes, same person. Right? I've yeah. always thought that. And they both like to whack the balls. Thanks a lot, Pally. Okay. Seika, how could you forget that with two Ks, by the way? S-E-K-K, I believe. Two Ks? Uh, two Ks? just one, but what do I know? Oh, like I said, one K. Well, look it up. All right. Do the, do the spell chick. Pardon? Do the chick. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Back in the early days of erotica, Swedish erotica was very very big, and then they got tired of it. Scandinavia got oh, this is this is old. Okay, we'd rather do it than watch it. I think it's basically their altitude. Nothing like them Scandinavian people, man. They are just incredible. Then of course there are always those Chinese people, the good looking ones, and then of course there are those Latino people, the good looking ones. Five six seven oh five sixty and the German people. Woo! Look out. 1K. So little time. WQAM, hello. 
Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, Neil, I've got a uh, couple for you here. Go right ahead. I think the guy just got it secret, but how about Candy Sample? Candy Sample. That's an old one. She's in that Whit- Whitman Sampler box. You better believe it. I'm sure there'll be a lot of guys remembering her. Right. All right, thank you. Okay, thanks. I thought he said he had a couple. Not that I'm not that I'm trying to push in the other direction, but you know, I'm a little bit lenient today yeah. because it's hard to choose only Sorry. one. It's very, very hard. Candy samples is a couple. I beg your pardon. That's a joke. Oh, uh, Josh, he didn't just say that, did he? No, he didn't say that. Just my imagination. It's just this, the tail end of this cold going through my head. Five, six, seven. Should I give him like a preview of the poll we're going to be doing at one o'clock? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to him now. Free. It's for fun. To try to like pacify some of these people out there who are the in- instant programming experts. Oh, your ratings are down because you're always angry and George is a little spick, so we'll put those on there. One o'clock, we're not, oh, we're not changing it till one. Cause I think that, wait, we still got a lot more porno people to put on here, right? Right. Which of these statements do you think is most true? <coughs> Neil is too angry. George is a hard ass spick. Too much bush on the show, the wrong kind. Well, you see, we're trying to make a change today. None of the above. The show is fine. WQM has a death wish. Greg Reed belongs on death row. Clarence is gay. Or QM needs to bring Pharrell back bad. I, I like this poll. Huh? Yes. It's hard to pick only one. Just like the porno stars, it's hard to pick only one. It's like when you got a bad cold and you stick your finger in your nose. It's hard to pick only one. Or like when you have seeds in your rectum. says it's hard to pick only one. Absolutely. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good, Pally. I got a suggestion for your poll. Okay. How about Tiffany Towers? Tiffany Towers. Yeah, a girl with tremendous boobs, man. They must be like 50 triple F or something. I'll be damned. Okay, we got it, man. And one other thing for you. You know, it's yes. really funny how we have a president get impeached for getting a silly blowjob, but meanwhile we got a president that goes in and invades another country and nothing happens to him. And all these kids are dying over there every day. It's just uh, criminal. They're hardly even talking about it. We had two days ago, we had six more kids killed over there, and they're not even talking about it. I know. Nobody's talking about it. Everybody's yeah. so hush-hush. Exactly. Except us. Okay, good luck, pal. See you at the border. Take, take it easy, buddy. Okay. Nobody wants to talk about it, so when they call Condoleezza a murderer, and of course so they could say the same thing of uh, Rumsfeld and of Cheney and Bush and Wolfowitz and Pearl, all of these things, all of these neocons. It's been one of the biggest cons in history. And now they're getting ready for the big spring offensive. Of course, they're calling it like a, a an Afghanistan offensive or whatever they're calling it. What I'm, it is is a political offensive. I'm offended. Yeah. And everybody ought to be, because we're going to lose a lot more uh, people. A lot more of our young people are going to die for no reason at all. In addition to which, if this, if they're so gung-ho for Osama Yamama now, how come they didn't do this a year ago instead of the Iraq attack, which had nothing to do with anything? Shut up. By now, we might already have Osama. We might be breathing a little bit easier, and we could concentrate on really important things, as in, as opposed to trying desperately to stay alive. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Oh, and listen, this story just, I don't know why more people... Uh, why well, it didn't get bigger play in the papers. U.S. scientists create new form of matter finding could lead to better superconductors. Did you see this? No, I didn't. Please tell. Scientists yesterday said they created a new form of matter and predicted it could help lead them to the next generation of superconductors for use in electricity generation, more efficient trains, and countless other applications. The new matter form is called fermionic condensate, Ooh. and it's the sixth known form of matter after gases, Solids, liquids, plasma, and a Bose-Einstein condensate created in 1995. You ready for that? A new form of uh, matter. 
these superconductors all we're waiting for so that you uh, have eternal power on your phones and well, like your What we've done is things. create this new exotic form of matter. Deborah Jin, physicist at the National Institute of Standards and Technologies, joined. Must be another one of those uh, scientific satanic plots. Without a doubt. She said it's a scientific breakthrough providing a new type of quantum mechanical behavior. Jin and her colleagues plowed a supercooled potassium atoms. Uh, is just one step closer to an everyday usable superconductor, a material that conducts electricity without losing any of its energy. It's related to a Bose-Einstein condensate, she said. It's not a superconductor, but it's really something in between these two that may help us in science link these two interesting behaviors. And other researchers may find practical applications. If you had a superconductor, you could transmit electricity with no losses, Jin said. Right now, something like 10% of all electricity we produce in the U.S. is lost. It heats up wires and doesn't do anybody any good. Or superconductors could allow for the invention of magnetically le uh, levitated trains, free air friction that could glide along at high speeds using a fraction of the energy that trains use now. How do you like that? Sounds like, like another lot. one of those commie pinko scientific uh, plots. Next thing you know, they'll be saying the world is more than 6,000 years old. Can you believe that? Blasphemer. Yeah. I'll, I'll hand it to Bill Maher. I'll give him credit. It's very, it takes a little bit of a ball to go on you know, national TV, even though he's a putz. And rip religion the way he did last night on, on the King Show, uh -huh. while Larry sat there with twiddling his thumbs and snapping his suspenders. It's just too bad that it wasn't somebody with some credibility saying it. Although the people that watch Larry King, they believe Bill Maher. They, I mean, that that's a, a magic fit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Four minutes till noon. We got the Mad Dog at two. We got the Humper at the Super Bowl in Houston at four. Let me say it again. Houston, more boring, more tragic than even Buffalo. Hurricane Hotline at seven from Tony Romas. And uh, you got the big oh. 8 to 10, Eddie K 10 to 2, Joe and Mark overnight in the morning. Absolutely. Trust me when I tell you. Live and local. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. I am Frau Eliana Ross Leitman, and I like scrubbing my smelly gorilla ass with soap made from jewels and listening to the Neil Roche Amunista Hour. Coming soon, lots of pornography on the uh, website. Stay All tuned. Right.
still looks pretty good, I'll tell you that, Brittany. It's yeah. the 1203 at 560 WQAM. Even, Even though she's tainted cat. now, she's tainted beef. Uh, tainted meat. It was that kiss with Madonna, man, that done it. It's the Dennis Denise Rodman connection. Anyway, here's the facts that says, did you hear the news that Rudy Giuliani is being groomed to replace Cheney in the upcoming election? Did we hear that? No. Yes, we did. <laughs> Boy, it just, it just never ceases to amaze me. While others think it should be and probably will be, Miss Rice. <laughs> Miss Rice. Oh, God almighty. Some of you people are just pathetic. State tells Brower to win citrus tree replacement program. George faxed me this because he's got an agenda. And, yes, I didn't know that our agriculture commissioner's name was what it is. Charles Bronson. Yeah. You son of a bitch. <laughs> State agricultural officials have ordered Broward County to win its $2 million program to provide fruit trees to residents who lost trees in the controversial citrus canker eradication effort. You might uh, wind up getting some money back. Yeah, right. They're going to sue the state, get you your money back. Good. The state and county have long been at war how best to fight citrus chanker, and Agriculture Commissioner Charles Bronson is demanding the county to return any unspent money from the replant Broward program. He wants to give it directly to residents whose trees have been cut down, George. Great. Cut a check. It took almost two years for the county and area cities to set up the free tree program after receiving the state grant, but they've since given out 63,000 trees. Even though 747,000 remains unspent, local officials said it's committed to pay for another 60,000 trees being grown for Broward. About $100,000 could be returned without breaking any contracts, but that money is needed to tell residents how to get those trees when they become available. This is a backward slap for our challenge in the courts to the citrus canker program, said County Commissioner Kristen Jacobs, who pushed for the creation of Replant Broward. It's an attempt at, gotcha, you son of a bitch, you Charles Bronson. So at any rate, there you go. Somebody says Dirk Diggler is somebody who liked Boogie Nights a lot. I preferred his uh, twin brother, Dirk Diddler, myself. Here's an interesting story just came off across the thing. I, and what I said before, I think we ought to do that. I have, like, uh, the porno star of the day or something like that. Or something like that. Like even the Toronto Sun, which is a very conservative newspaper. Nonetheless, they have the sunshine boy and the sunshine girl of the day. Now, they're not naked, but the next best thing every day. What's the and next best thing? We'll be completely naked. Maybe like nice. in a turgid state. Bison, speaking of meat, bison burst on a low-carb scene. Ever had that? Yes, I have. It's great. Is it? Oh, Bubble now, what was the stuff? Was it bison that they brought by at, Q at the IOD that time, uh, or was it a QAM? It was there or here in the uh, earlier days. Somebody brought us some really interesting meat. Kosher buffalo meat, and it was good. Buffalo jerky. Kosher buffalo meat? Yes. What makes a buffalo kosher? Uh, the Rebbe. I thought it was Irv Weinstein on Channel 7 News. He's not there anymore, by the way, fat boy. Americans looking for a low-carb diet and mad cow-proof alternative to beef are becoming increasingly interested in bison. <laughs> Although the bison industry is just a baby when it comes to U.S. meat production, there are signs of heightened interest as producers recover from the mid 1990s slump brought on by overproduction. People see it more, probably sample it more, and they like it, said Roy Roselle, who manages a bison ranch in Colorado. Does it say anything about how it tastes? Bison meat, higher in iron than beef, can be difficult to find on store shelves and commands a premium in restaurants and supermarkets compared to a similar cut of beef. At Denver, ground bison was selling for $5.99 a pound, while compared to $4.69 a pound for 93% lean ground beef. Yada, yada, yada. That's there have good. been no, no known cases of mad cow disease in bison yet. But when they start feeding, us, feeding them that ground-up uh, crap, then you'll see. The whole deal with the uh, the coacher... coacher? Coacher? Buffalo, then, uh, unfortunately, they went out of business. Yeah. Was, uh, that it was all organically, uh, you know, fed bison. Well, that's great. You give it a shot and let me know how it is. It we'll see if you stay alive after six months. Here I am. I like my meat. 
Who is your all-time? I like veal. I like that baby cow. Mm. Whatever happened to the veal lady? Remember her? Yeah, I do. I don't know. Maybe she died. How the veal? Maybe she died from eating some tainted fish, some of that mercury poisoning. Who is your all-time favorite porn star, male or female? Tracy Lord, 64, and Jenna Jameson, 62. They're like in a lip lock. They are ass to ass. Wreck them. You people are a bunch of perverts, 31.8%. Thank you. We take that as a very high compliment on this show. Where are we going to get the, we could like put the Brad Pitt, I mean, people have seen that, but you know what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean, like uh, celebrity uh, nudity, that kind of thing. Yeah, what, whatever we got. You know, just just as kind oh. of a titillation factor to get more people turned on to our website. And then maybe by accident they'll look at some of the other right. neat stuff on I'll there. I'll work on it. Uh, it'll be a labor of love. <laughs> Whoa. You people are a bunch of perverts, 31. I've never seen any porn, 23. Right, sure. I bet you Blind Mike voted on that. Gingerland, 22. Amberlynn, 18. Marilyn, do you think that they have porn in Braille? Uh, you know, because uh, remember Isn't our, that something our friend, to think about? Not, uh, not Blind Mike, the chronic jingle guy, but uh, Mike Bohan, the board op right. from the other camp. Did they have porno in uh, Braille? They publish, or at least they used to publish Playboy in Braille, and they have a, a great variety of erotic material for the blind, according to him. Hmm. Well, isn't that great? Yes, it uh, is. Gingerlyn, 22, Amberlyn, 18, Marilyn Chambers, 18, I can't believe it, Vanessa Del Rio, 17, Christy Canyon, 14, Christy's Canyon, Raquel Darian, 12, Peter North has got 10. Kazuhito Tadano is right on Peter's ass, he's got 9. Dominique Simone, 8. Uh, Bambi Woods has got 8. Boy, she was really a hot number, I'll tell you. You ought to go out and find that somewhere, steal it. Debbie does Dallas. I mean, it's pretty corny. But she was just beautiful. I guess she likes it. Tom, uh, Tori Wells, 7. Nina Hartley, 7. Ron Jeremy, 7. Brianna Banks, 6. Savannah, 6. Annette Haven, 5. And uh, Rocco Severetti's got 4. Jeff Stryker, 4. They were tied side by each. 5670560. Oh, we'll keep this uh, going this hour. Let me tell the audience the poll for the next hour, starting next hour. <clears throat> and the one that will be on there the rest of the day. Which of these statements do you think is the most true? I already told him this, didn't I? Neil is too angry. George is a hard-ass pick. Too much bush on the show, the wrong kind. None of the above. The show is fine. WQM has a death wish. <clears throat> Greg Reed belongs on death row. Clarence is gay. Or QM needs Pharrell back bad. Which of those? Is Pharrell coming back? No. No. Okay, no. By the way, Chris, who keeps faxing illegible yes. faxes, your faxes are illegible, Chris. Not what is he faxing? Not us, it's not uh, if I could read it, I would tell you. I see. Hey, your faxes are illeg uh, uh, Ill Ill uh, illiterate. Get a new thing. WQAM, hello. Hey, can I vote for the poll? Yes, sir. Uh, George is a dumbass, stupid stick. <laughs> oh, he's talking about. <laughs> he's talking about the other poll. I thought he maybe wants to put you on this one. Maybe he thinks you're pornographic. Yeah. See, one thing about you, and I don't know why this is. I mean, there are a lot of people that hate me like poison, but I think that the the depth, the intensity of the hatred toward you is so much greater. I mean, it could be wrong. Than than the than the hate for you, right? Of course. Why is that? I fill in for you. No, that that's not it. All right. Now there's something beyond that. Maybe, okay. In fact, maybe we'll take a poll on that one of these days very soon and find out just what it is about you that they. I know we've done that in the past, but it has to be a little if bit. If I was on some that. other station somewhere else in North Dakota or somewhere, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't generate the hate, but I fill in for the great Neil Rogers, and it's sacrilege. See now you're blaming me for it. No. It's my I can't no, I'll, fill take, your I'll shoes. take responsibility. It's my fault. All right. WQM, hello. Yes, 
talk about the Neil, please. Speaking, yes. Uh, is this Neil? Sounds like me. You bet. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Neil Scott. Good, how, you, how you doing? Listen, I, I wanted to tell you, it's impossible, first of all, for Buffalo to be kosher. It's absolutely oh. impossible. They don't Kevin have horse. They don't chew their cud. Oh, my God. Yeah, isn't that ridiculous? They don't chew their pud? No, they don't chew their pud. They definitely don't. But uh, I, got a, I, got a question, I got a question for you. Um, the book that Paul O'Neill just put out. No, he didn't um, put the book out. It's a book about him. Uh, well, the, the book, you know, where he makes the accusations about Bush going, you know, having, right. having the desire to go to war before, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all this. The book is pretty uh, lame. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember a while ago, maybe about, like, maybe eight months ago, you were referring to uh, a Carlisle Group document. Is that the same thing that he's talking about? Talk- no, I remember no, he doesn't talk about there's anything I... about, well, there is stuff about the Carlisle Group in here, yeah, but also about PNAC, the Project for New American Century. All of that stuff is in there. Which leads me to another question, because I was looking for that story for a while on your archive. Do you archive, do you stop archiving stories after a while on the website? How long are they on there, George? Indefinitely, as far as I know. Really? Oh, really? Okay, so maybe I'm just a dumbass. And I but can't I don't know. Okay, well... He's, well just, he's just saying that to try to pacify you with an answer, but I don't really know. I haven't really... No, 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 no. Y'all pacify me anyways. I, I'm, I'm happy for any answer at oh, all. Oh, and, some, and speaking of pacifier, tongue depressor is the word I think I was looking for before. A tongue depressor. Oh. When they give electroshock therapy. Not that that has anything to do with this, but it just popped into my mind. Hey, uh, Neil. Yes, in sir. In closing, Rimmer is an asshole. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. Welcome. Five, six, seven. Listen, speaking of Rimmer, I don't want to knock my close personal friend Rimmer, but I will anyway. Him and Denise, man, I'm going to tell you. I'm watching it, and it was turned into a very exciting game last night, the Flyer-Panther game. This business of going off on these tangents and talking about all this uh, extraneous stuff, telling stories, you know, and having this verbal intercourse back and forth, while there are all of these unbelievable chances to score goals at both ends, and goalies are making great saves, both toward the end of the game and then in overtime, although at least, thank God, he got the save on Recky that Luongo made, but... You know, Rimmer, cut the crap already, will you please? People want to hear an exciting description of what's going on when the game is exciting. When it's a blowout, like Monday night's game got to be, at that point you can tell all your stories about Christian Hosidius is a good Christian or whatever you want to tell us. But make the game exciting. Describe the action. That's what we want to hear. Not all these bop, 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 beep, beep, beep. Come on already. Cut the crap. Damn it. I bet you won't buy your lunch now. And again, it's my fault. Of course, he wasn't going to buy a lunch before either. I know. Twelve thirteen at five six. No, 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 it just bugs me. I don't want to hear that uh, all this extraneous crap. I want to hear somebody make the game exciting for me and describe what's going on. I mean, sure, I can see what's going on, but you know, when somebody when it just almost get a damn goal or two or like all these like three four great saves in a row and all of this extraneous stories about stuff that happened eighty years ago with some frog in Montreal. Nobody cares, Denise. Okay, get a life, you stupid frog. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need, the only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are incredible. You pay zero closing costs, zero application fees, zero credit bureau fees, zero discounted points. Get yourself that new low interest rate at just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are a low $334 a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, your payments are a mere $668 a month. Don't forget, once you refinance or get you a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you'll never pay closing costs again. So if this sounds interesting to you, call and get all the information by dialing 1-800-940-LEND. Get that low-rate mortgage you deserve and then move on to your next property without any further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property. Get that new low financing rate of just 1.25%. It's the only one mortgage, and it's only from our friends at Financial Group. 
For details, call 1-800-940-LEND and never, ever pay closing costs again. Financial Group at 1-800-940-LEND. Equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Rate subject to change monthly. 4.21 APR. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Okay. Ranting on the airways, horny, bitchy ones. Fantasies will have to do, you ain't getting none. Reality escapes you, you lie and you scheme. Randy, dream on, Randy. You'll never have me. Sorry, steamboat Randy, little bitch with dreams. Going down life's stinking highway is that sad, lonely clown. Everyone knows the whole. Mad, bloodshot, and wasted, talking trash with a smile. Your head's up your ass, and it ain't been out in a while. It ain't been out. But that was the old Randy. See, the new Randy who's going to save us from uh, all these right-wing conspiracies, which I commend her for a high lady. You go, girl. Right? All the evil. Exactly. She can undo the evildoers. 1220 at the QM. Here's a fact that says bison meat is known for giving you anal leakage. Rectum. The meat tastes good, but not worth the side effect. Now, I don't understand this last sentence. It even states it in the packaged pork. What does packaged pork have to do with bison meat? I don't know. I think the facts was maybe confused. I see. Or maybe they're just packing pork. When we had that sponsor, he gave us like an entire box of... Uh, what sponsor? Turkey. He was a sponsor on the station, the uh, the bison meat guy, the kosher buffalo meat. Really? Yeah, and he they brought boxes of uh, jerky in, and I ate bags of the stuff. It was great. And I'll I didn't leak at all. Yeah, but you're not uh, one of those fat people. See, uh, fat people have anal leakage. All the time, no matter what they eat. Now, too bad we didn't use this story earlier, but it's just one of those judgments, because we don't want to appear on the Drudge Report again giving misinformation, like going on here and saying that Joe Lieberman's dropping out after the New Hampshire primary. Correct. Or saying that Kerry's going to win by six points. We don't want to be giving misinformation out. Matt, Miss Fudge. So I waited till we had, but here it is on the Sun Sentinel website. Actress Robin Givens cited after SUV runs over elderly woman in Miami. I thought it was two people. Well, it's chopped off at the end here. Well, maybe we'll get into the story here. Actress Robin Gibbons was cited for failing to use due care Wednesday night after police said her SUV ran over an elderly woman trying to cross Busy Biscayne Boulevard. Now, where do you get the two people? I don't, I guess. I diluted. Neither the 39-year-old Gibbons nor two children in the SUV, ages 4 and 10, were injured, but the accident left 89-year-old Maria Antonio Alcover of Southwest First Street, Miami, in critical condition at Jackson Memorial this morning. How come it took them so long to get this on their website? This is, says 11.22 a.m. 
and it happened last night. And somebody faxed this to me earlier that, that it happened, but uh, we had to wait. Witnesses told police Wednesday's accident occurred around 6.20 p.m. last night while Alcover was crossing Biscayne Boulevard near its intersection with 79th Street. Well, we sure know that area well. Right by the INS building. Mm-hmm. Right by the old uh, Sunny's Market. Right. Right by the old I. Oh! D. Alcover was halfway across the boulevard when a traffic light changed to green. A black 2000 Mercedes-Benz SUV that had been stopped at the light continued southbound on the boulevard and collided with the elderly woman. After being struck, police spokesman Delrish Moss said Alcover fell backwards and her left foot landed beneath the SUV. The still-moving Mercedes ran over the foot, nearly severing it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> The driver of the SUV, Robin Simone Givens, apparently continued on for several more feet before being fagged, flagged down from by witnesses. When Givens stopped her SUV, police said the actress walked back to aid the injured Alcover until she was rushed to Jackson. Givens was sighted at that point. She was extremely cooperative and shaken by the experience. It was not immediately known what relationship the two young boys were to Givens, who often winters on nearby Miami Beach. Well, it's an accident, you know what I'm saying? What are we going to do about that? What is there to say about that? Very sad. Yes. Uh, maybe Mike Tyson can get a hold of Robin Givens again, huh? Smack around a little bit. Straighten her ass out after doing something like that. Oh, and speaking of pudge packing, Yvonne Rodriguez and the Detroit Tigers are on the verge of agreeing to a $40 million four-year contract the AP learned last night, and he's going to be examined in Texas today. They're going to examine his tuchus in Texas, and uh, if he uh, clears the uh, thing... There's the exam. He's going to Detroit. And you know what? Great place for him. Stick his ass in Detroit. And the rest of them in Ishpeming, Michigan. And the rest in Mackinac Island. Screw you, Pudge. Bye-bye. The fact that there were assholes in the media in South Florida. Oh, can we get him back and people calling this radio station? You think the Marlins can get Pudge back? Man, you talk about having no self-respect. Yeah. After somebody slaps you in the face like that and is all indignant and full of crap. Good place for you, Detroit, man. I hear everybody on this station talking about what a toilet it is in their right. After uh, Houston, after Buffalo, in fact, ahead of both of them, I would say Detroit, biggest toilet in the world. It's an outdoor toilet. Al-Qaeda site calls for a big attack on U.S. We'll save that for next hour. I don't want to get anything too depressing. Dean campaign is coming unglued. Gets a shakeup. Fired his manager. They got all kinds of stuff going. Did you see the name of uh, the new uh, campaign manager that he's hiring? No. His name is Roy. No. Oh, that's right. You played that yesterday. Or Roy Neal. He's hiring Roy Neal, longtime aide to Al Gore. He's hiring Roy Dude. But we'll get to that. Well, we'll take some more calls. Let's get some more names on here, although we're Schmidt Cannon this thing at 1 o'clock. How's it coming right now, Neil? Glad you asked. Roy Dude. Who's your all-time favorite porn star, male or female? Roy. Tracy Lord, 75. Jenna Jameson, 72. Word was that Roy Foster was hung like a buffalo. You people are a bunch of perverts. Thirty-four of you said that. Seven point six percent. Well, shame on us. Aren't we? Don't we feel guilty about it? No. I've never seen any porn. Twenty-four. Five point three percent. Well, you just wait till next week when we turn our website into a pornographic website. Marilyn Chambers twenty. Amberlynn nineteen. Vanessa Del Rio nineteen. It'll be a labor of love, George, like you said. Christie's Canyon fifteen. Raquel Darian thirteen. Peter North's got eleven. Inches. Uh, Dominique Simone, 11. Nina Hartley, 10. Tori Wells, 10. Kazuhito Tadano's got... Look at that. I bet you Robert Grieper voted out, too. Nine. Uh-huh. Ron Jeremy is tied with Bambi Woods. They each have eight. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that Ron Jeremy is equally as lovely as Bambi. 
Bambi Woods. Oh, God. And I'll guarantee you that every one of the people who voted for Ron Jeremy is a heterosexual, George. You can blame us fags for a lot of things, but having taste that bad in men is not one of them. Oh, I beg to differ. Savannah, seven. Linda Lovelace, six. Brianna Banks, five or six. Annette Haven and Rocco Cifaretti each have five. Although he's uh, used to be prettier than she is. Jeff Stryker, four. Chloe, four. Gloria Leonard, that big old uh, bulldog's got four. Long Dong Ding Dong Silver's got three. Shawn Michaels, two. Chad Hunt has got two. Johan Povic. Povic. Is that really the name? I don't know. It was on the box. Has got two. Jennifer Wells, two. Nikki Charm up here. Sake has got a pair, but they're kind of old and saggy. And Candy's Sample has got two. And a bunch of others with one. They always were kind of saggy. I don't think I remember. Seika? Yeah. Get out of here. Seika was impeccable, man. She Flabby, was spotless. Saggy. No. You're, well, maybe when you first started seeing her, okay? But back in the day. Last year. Uh, no, about 40 years ago. She looked pretty damn good. Trust me when I tell you. Or not. She looked better than Jackie Johnson, I'll guarantee you that. Nah. that that's why I still, I still have to laugh at some of these guys. And that, it tells you the desperation level of South Florida. They're sitting there watching, you know, Jackie Johnson just, just rubbing that thing raw. God, she is small potatoes. No, at they least one of them, pretty anyway. big potatoes. At least one of them is pretty small. And that's probably the one that's is real. Dial a mattress knows that nothing can improve your daily health, well-being, and productivity better than a great night's sleep. If the old mattress is worn out, you'll know it. Your back will tell you you're not getting a good night's sleep. You feel like you haven't slept at all. So celebrate the new year in real comfort with a great new mattress from Dollar Mattress. Call them now. Dollar Mattress is proud to have added Stearns and Foster to their already strong championship lineup. Stearns and Foster is the best mattress made in America, and you can sleep on one as soon as tonight if you make that call right now. 1-800-MATTRESS. And Dollar Mattress also carries the complete line of all the top manufacturers in the universe. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coral, Tempur-Pedic 2. You can choose from literally dozens of models at low, unbeatable, everyday discount prices. So if you want to get ripped off, head for the bedding and department stores. If you want the best deal, go and call Dial a Mattress. They're the only folks who let you choose that two-hour delivery window that meets your schedule, too. Any day, seven days a week from 8 in the morning till 10 at night when it's convenient for you. They're the number one customer satisfaction for all of these reasons. So do the smart thing like I'm doing and George and McGill and everybody at QM is doing. Call Dial a Mattress to guarantee yourself a great night's sleep for years to come. 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, or online you'll find them at mattress.com. My and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAQAM. I woke up this morning with a feeling of despair. I looked for my pussy, but my pussy wasn't there. Well, 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 my cat fell in the well. I got out a ladder and I climbed down to my bed. I saw in a jiffy that my puss was soaking wet. Well, 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 my cat fell in the well. Oh, puss, 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 poor kitty, 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 my cat fell in the well. The dog on home by the pump. Was she pushed or did she jump? There never was a kitty half as pretty as a pussy that fell in the well. There never was a pussy that could quite compare with her. No. Pretty as a picture with her long and silky fur. Well, 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 my cat fell in the well. well. Oh, pussy, 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 poor kitty, 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 my cat fell in the well. If you have a pussy that you wouldn't trade or sell, 
Never let her wander, or she might fall in a well. Well, 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 my cat fell in the well. Oh, puss, 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 oh, kitty, 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 my cat fell in the well, fell in the well. Well, I mean, now we're playing clips with Chris uh, M-O-R-O-N on the air from 100 years ago. See, one thing, well, many things Clarence doesn't understand beside life is that there are a lot of people listening to the Neil Rogers Show who couldn't give a flying crap less about sports. That's sports. number one. Number two, of the people who do care about sports, 95% of them could care less about hockey, unfortunately, but that, that's the reality of it. So playing these long, ponderous clips from all these uh, games 100 years ago is nothing more than just wasting an incredible amount of time, number one. And number two, like a tune-out. You're a tune-out, Clarence, okay? I think we ought to like, just stop playing those things. Okay. I'm, I'm serious. We're going to be more selective about the rejoins that we play, and then Josh can get fired. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm just telling we'll, you right we'll now. Him. It reminds me of those uh, awful Steve Nickel days at IOD. Oh, oh well, he's not playing the rejoins, and uh, it's my time, and I need that time. Mm -hmm. That's the kickback series that uh, you Right. The old kickback series was great. It's one thing to kick back. It's another thing to take a kickback. Oh, speaking of kickbacks, it's a great uh, article, but it's much too long and ponderous for me to read on the air from the Washington Spectator. Tease it. About the Bush family's profiteering oh, yeah. goes unobserved. We ought to get that up on our website. I'll fax the cover to Eric. Uh, yeah, facts to cover on it to Eric, although I don't see any, um, well, he'll find it under Washington Spectator. You'll find it, Eric. Trust me, you can do it. If anybody can do it, man, you demand. This thing from a Chris, maybe maybe his fax machine in New York isn't working because it's trying to give him a message. I mean, Sakaka Connell Peepee? Come on, Chris. Yeah, Sakaka Connell Peepee, that great Japanese porn star. Come on, Chris, get with it. Get a life. He's under a lot of pressure. And speaking of a blow jobs... Somebody faxes me this. I saw this, but why would we want to talk about it? The decomposing remains of a 60-ton sperm whale exploded. That's a sperm whale exploded on a busy Taiwan street, showering nearby cars and shops with blood and organs and stopping traffic for hours. The 56-foot dead whale had been on a truck headed for an autopsy at the university earlier this week when gases from internal decay caused its entrails to explode in the southern city of Tainan. The whale had died after it was beached on the southwestern coast of the island of I pay. I think that's funny. Huh? I think it's funny. You think that's funny? There. The sperm is spurting all over the place? Squirt, squirt. squirt. Yeah, exploding whales. Uh, here's another fax. Oh, God. This, this one's getting so chronic, man. So chronic. Hmm. I'm severely concerned about Mr. Mad Dog Show. Uh, like you mentioned yesterday, he keeps subconsciously making references to the male genitalia. Well, whatever. Call him up and uh, tell him about that. And it wasn't Mad Dog talking about Tom Brady's ass. That was the mole man. Absolutely. He is obsessed with Tommy Brady's ass, and probably rightfully so. Five six seven oh five sixty. Do you think we have a few more names to put on here? I don't even know why we'd bother. Well, we'll give it a shot. Why not? WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I got one for the poll. I'm not sure if anybody's said it yet, but what about uh, Kobe Ty? Kobe Thai. That sounds like something you eat in a Japanese restaurant. George Nomer? No. You know who that is? No. Oh, but but we'll put it on there to make you feel better. Okay, thanks. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Who's your favorite all-time? Oh, look at that. Joe Connison, one of my favorite columnists. Is really qualified to comment on... Uh, what the president's intentions were or how intelligence was used or manipulated. He wasn't in the CIA when these decisions were being made. He was brought on after the invasion to try to uh, find these weapons. They're not there. And the fact is that the president, the vice president, the secretary of state, the national security advisor, and many people in the administration 
professed a level of certainty about the fact that there were weapons of mass destruction, very, very dangerous quantities of very specific weapons in Iraq. The Secretary of Defense said he knew exactly where they were. I think that is a misrepresentation. I don't think there's any doubt about that. They couldn't have been certain about it because it wasn't true. But, Joe, when I interviewed David Kaye yesterday, he specifically said he spoke to all of those people who came up, the professionals in the CIA and the defense establishment. He spoke to all of them and asked them, were you under any pressure to tailor, to color your bottom line, to coincide with the political views of the top leadership? I understand that. I understand that. And he said flatly that not one person said that. He said they came up with those wrong assessments on their own. You're such a shill, Walt. Well, do you think that those professionals would necessarily tell a presidential appointee that the president had pressured them or their colleagues to do something like this? I don't know if they would or not. I think we need a full investigation of what happened here. The fact is that the vice president and others from his office were going to the CIA. There's no question that the administration wanted to have a certain intelligence message out there. They decided to go to war with Iraq as early as February 2001, according to Paul O'Neill. And I think we don't know the truth about this yet. Nice going, Joe. Joe Connison from the New York Observer. He's great. I love that guy. Outstanding. One of my favorites. And, of course, Wolf Blitzer would go, Stick it up your ass, Wolf, you idiot, you shill, you phony piece of turd, man. Heinrich Himmler, Jr. Todd in Hollywood, who is a very, you're right, he added very to the chronic facts around here. I mean, just obsessed. He says, all sports announcers in this town suck, and so did Andrea True. True. Is it true? Is it true, Michael? Is it true? No. Anyway, he says, I like it fine. She says, how do you like it? Todd says he likes it fine. Andrea True, get around there for a couple of minutes till we should can that pool. 20 till 1, we got the Mad Dog at 2, who evidently also is vying with Mo for uh, Tom Brady's ass. And also uh, the First Lady, she wants her hand on Tom Brady's ass. Everybody's after poor Tom's ass. Hank Goldberg at the Super Bowl for this afternoon. Hank will probably have an update on Tom Brady's ass because he's close to the action. And then we got Hurricoon Hotline at 7 at Tony Roma's at 67th and Ludlam in South Miami for all you sports nerds out there, all you silly hurricane people. The Big O, oh! Orlando Alza Query at 8, Eddie Kay at 10, and Joe and Mark overnight, followed by the unmentionable one. 22, I guess I'll save that story for like a minute or two about Al-Qaeda. Okay. I don't want, no, I don't want to get people nervous and all uh, spastic, okay? They've had enough stress. They've been led down the garden path one time too many. Hey, if you're thinking of buying a new car or truck, if you want to save a lot of cash, then I invite you to visit Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Located on US-1, just 20 minutes south of 836, Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is worth the drive no matter where you are to save yourself a tremendous amount of money. Thousands and thousands on brand new Toyotas. Check out these great prices. An 04 Corolla loaded, including air that you own, for just $12,990. An 04 Camry with air automatic and much more, just $16,990. Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in America, from just $14,990? And when you buy your new vehicle at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead, you'll get a free Sun Pass. These were the first dealers in the area to offer your free tires and batteries for life. General Manager David Rich and his staff will do whatever it takes to put you in an exciting brand-new Toyota today. So experience the Armstrong Toyota of Homestead difference. They're locally owned and operated. They're committed to 100% customer satisfaction. Service department is open late weeknights to late to make sure your service work is done right. Conveniently located to US 1 and 293rd Street in Homestead, just 20 minutes south of the 836. So if you're sick and tired of those mega dealers who overpromise and underdeliver, you ought to be calling David Rich, the Toyota of Homestead GM, right now at 305 242 
305-242-3247. That's 305-242-3247. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Drive a little and save a hell of a lot on that brand new Toyota. Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Radio And now, a word from Howard Dean's wife. Hi. Hello there. I'm Dr. Judith Steinberg, wife of presidential candidate Howard Dean. You can call me Judy. Not Judge Judy. That's a different miskite. People want to know why I'm hardly ever on campaign trail with Howie. Hey, did you get a good look at me in Iowa? I scared the crap out of myself. I make Frau Fabison and look like a Shana Poonam. <laughs> Stop me if I'm bombarding you with too much Yiddish, huh? Anyway, Howie says after I showed up, his numbers drop it. Know what I say? That's a bunch of Mishagas. For those of you who don't capish the Yiddish, that means crap. Howie's a good guy, though he's what you might call a loose cannon. He's got a pretty bad temper on him. I remember one time, one of our kids left a cap off of the toothpaste. I thought he was going to blow a gasket. The bones popped out in his head, and that white spit strings were going in the corners of his mouth. He went my sugar. I spent 23 years with this shagitz. Most of the time, he's a mensch. But on occasion, I hate him. I think my husband, Howie, would make for a very good president. One of the things I'm a little P.O.'d about is that Howie doesn't let us have a TV. I want to watch Sex in the City. I get to schlep down to campaign headquarters or to the Kroger's to watch on some tiny black and white set. I have never seen any program in color, so I'm no Jackie Kennedy. Hell, if you look at me, I'm no Ted Kennedy. I don't wear makeup. I'm like a whisker away from being Amish. Don't expect to see much more of me during the campaign. The only reason I'm addressing you today is because I was able to chew through my restraints. Anyway, gazakazunt. That's Yiddish for Dr. Judith Steinberg. Over and out. Paid for by the committee to elect John Kerry president. 1247 at 560 WQM. So he's got that new campaign manager now, Howie Dean. He's got no money to spend in these seven states coming up next week, which are, let's see, North Dakota, <laughs> Delaware. Yeah. South Carolina. You can just play the tape. Missouri, <laughs> Arkansas, and New Mexico. I mean, Arizona and New Mexico. That's off the top of my head. Is that correct? Yes. I think so. And anybody's got no money for that, and quite frankly, he probably shouldn't waste any money in that because he's not going to win any of those states anyway, right? He's right. waiting for Michigan. He's got a shot to win there, I believe. Michigan. He's waiting for Wisconsin, which I think he just might kick ass there. He's not dead yet. They're writing him off too soon. Al-Qaeda site. And what's the name of that new manager? Roy! Dude. The current strategy of al-Qaeda is to pursue a major attack. This is from UPI. I want to get you nervous. A major attack on the United States to provoke retaliation against Saudi Arabia, according to a radical Islam website. An online magazine thought to be affiliated with al-Qaeda says a statement in mid-January issued by the group's leader, Osama Yamama bin Laden, indicates that the next major attack by al-Qaeda will be on targets inside the United States. We continue on our path and on our jihad against America, writes Sheikh Abdullah al-Rashud in the January 20th issue of Voice of Jihad, an online magazine. We continue to strike at America. We expect that our next blow will cause the collapse of the situation in Saudi Arabia due to vengeful response, the first result of which will be the direct occupation of the oil sources and America's entrance into Saudi Arabia with the aim of changing the situation from its foundations. Bin Laden expects that the U.S. will directly attack the oil sources and will declare their occupation, it continues, this situation will lead to the total collapse of the regimes in the region. Voice of Jihad calls upon Islamic fundamentalists in each of the region's countries to prepare for such a contingency by preparing to rule through Islamic law as each regime collapses. Anyone interested in correcting the situation of the Muslim nation must be prepared for this situation by establishing a council of clerics and preachers 
that will deal with the anticipated total collapse, he adds. The House of Saud, which rules Saudi Arabia, has been a consistent source of anger by al-Qaeda for its close ties to the U.S., its corruption, which has squandered much of the nation's oil wealth, and its decision to base U.S. troops in Arabia during and after the first Gulf War. As a result, bin Laden has long advocated an overthrow of the regime and its replacement by fundamentalist rule. Voice of Jihad explains that in bin Laden's mind, there are only two scenarios under which the U.S. would move to occupy Saudi Arabia, which it considers a crucial development in the pursuit of a worldwide clash between Islam and the West. <coughs> the first would be the collapse of the pro-American regimes in the region. The second involves an attack on the U.S. that draws a military res response in the Persian Gulf. America will take a mighty blow, will go berserk, and then decide to punish the extremists deep in the Arabian Peninsula by means of direct occupation, the editorial said. This is like the Zionists who were not satisfied with all the treacherous deeds of the Palestinian Authority and with the repression of the Palestinian Mujahideen by Yasser Arafat and his authority in the days of the implementation of the Oslo Accords. The attack on America is predicted by Voice of Jihad in the near future. It's described as one as devastating or more so than the 9-11 attacks led by al-Qaeda. It'll be a surprising blow that is one that is completely unexpected, it continues. They cannot conceive or imagine the way in which it'll be carried out. It is a great blow. That is, the losses will be called to, uh, that will be caused to America and the Western world in its wake will be very great. The blow will change the international balances of power. The translation of the editorial was provided by the Middle East Research Institute, which provides translations of Arabic media sources and other mices as well. So how do you like that? They're talking a good game. Lovely. They're going to give a big blow. Anyway, see, people are going to say, well, the media was unfair to Howard Dean, to Dr. Dean, and they're the ones that uh, turned everybody against him. In fact, I think that the reason he didn't do as well in our poll uh, as opposed to Kerry is not because fewer people support him in Florida or in our audience. Maybe we just, I, I just uh, turned off some of them people. Maybe they're gone. Maybe. You, you know what? Too bad. <gasps> because if I would only uh, had negative, some negative things to say about him after that <laughs> performance, which now ABC is saying, you see, nobody could hear anything. The crowd was screaming. He had the directional mic, so it made it sound like he was screaming a lot louder. <laughs> well, that's fine. My main problem with him wasn't that whole song and a dance. And it's, if anybody should know how the media like uh, uh, just stomps on things over and over again and runs them into the ground, I should know, and I do. But his performance in the debates, his inability to be prepared like in the black and brown thing, that, that was, it was pathetic. It was tragic. And you start to wonder, can this guy really think on his feet? Can he really answer the questions directly? Is there really something there? I mean, when he's on, man, he's unbeatable right. when he's on, Right. Right. He's phenomenal. But when he's off, he's brutal. He's kind of like Wally Hennessy at Pompano Park. When he's on, he's great. You can't beat him. When he's off, like the whole month of January, Wally, he couldn't find a finish line with a roadmap and a compass and a search party. So anyway, uh, Howard Dean's got a brand new campaign manager whose name is... Roar! I just said that again so I could play that. <laughs> the interesting thing, which most people don't seem to realize, is that the delegates, which is how the nomination takes place... Candidate needs 2,161 delegates out of the current 4321. Guess who leads in delegates so far? I'll tell you. <laughs> Howard Dean, who's got 113, compared to 94 for Scary John Kerry, 36 for Yahoo Edwards. Guess how many Clark's got? About 30, man. And 25 for Jew Lieberman. The it's reason Dean. The reason. I beg your pardon. Yeah, <laughs> Lieberman's in a tie with Dean. Forget about the other guys. He's in a right. tie with Dean. Virtual. Close enough. <clears throat> the reason Dean's delegate total tops carries that includes the endorsements of elected Democratic leaders and party officials, each of whom cast a vote at July's Democratic National Convention in Boston. 
These are the so. Oh my God, the, the conventions in Boston. I'd forgotten about that. Do you know that? What about them? Well, I'm just thinking. I mean, with Kerry in the lead now, the convention in Boston. I mean, it's just going to be a raucous, wild, enthusiastic affair if, if he should be the winner. These are the so-called super delegates, currently numbering 801. A figure that can change before the convention. So Dean's got 113, Kerry 94, 36 for Edwards, Clark. About 30, man. And Lieberman has got 25. Oi! Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. There's no point in taking any more names for the list because we're uh, sh we're curtailing it now. We're Schmidt canning it. We're changing the pool. And I think we got plenty of more than enough on there. Sure. To keep everybody happy with a smile on their face, give them some ideas to go out to their nearby uh, family video store. To go in the back there where they have the curtain, you know, they have the big steel curtain, the beaded curtain, and they check your ID. Yeah. Who's your all-time favorite porn star, male or female? Jenna Jameson, 85. Tracy Lord, 83. Pretty damn tight. Well, they used to be. You people are a bunch of perverts, 40, 7.7%. .7%. Well, too frickin' bad, okay? Turn over to Rush. He would never watch porno. He's too busy <laughs> popping pills. I've never seen any porn, 29, 5.5%. Ginger Lynn, 27. Marilyn's Chamber, 23. Vanessa Del Rio, 21. Amberlynn, 20. Christie's Canyon, 19. Raquel, uh, what is that, Darian? Darian? I don't know. 16. Dominique Simone, 14. How's Simone doing on Passion? She's an idiot. Nice eyebrows, though, Simone. Uh, where did I leave off? Nina Hartley has got 12. Marianne Hartley's got a couple. Peter North has got 12 inches. See, no matter how, uh, I keep saying that because no matter how high the uh, total goes, it'll be honest. Tori Wells, 10. Ron Jeremy, 10. Doesn't that make you want to gag? Yeah. Doesn't that make you want to get right down on the floor and just heave, give it the old heave-ho? Kazuhito Tadano continues right on Ron's ass, that big, fat, hairy Jewish ass. Kazuhito's got nine. Bambi Woods, eight. Savannah's got eight. Annette Haven, seven. Brianna Banks has got six, as does Jeff Stryker, Chloe, and Rico, uh, Rocco Cifaretti all got six. Linda Lovelace, six. I'm getting tongue-tied. Shawn Michaels, five. Gloria Leonard, four. Man, oh, man, what a uh, piece. Nikki Charm, three. Long Dong Silver, three. Candy Sample, three. Jennifer Wells, two. John Leslie, two. John Povic, Polak, whatever his name is, two. Chad Hunt has got a pair. Seika's got a pair, but George said they're old and wrinkly and saggy. Shriveled. Honey's got melons. Only one for honey melons. One for all these. Gina Lamarca, Joey Silvera, er Erica Boyer. John Holmes has got one. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of shriveled now. Uh, who else got one? Nico Jones, Taffy Towers, Kobe Ty, Andrea True. Is it True K, uh, Michael? And no votes for Heather Dean, Jake Reed, Steel Colt, Misty Monday, and Randy West. Hey, Randy, nice going, baby. You got the big, oh. which is what he's praying he gets another one. He, You know, even when he was younger, he's so ugly, Randy West. You ever yeah. see him? Most, yeah, of course. He loves our show. He's a good paisan. Right. But, man, Randy, you are grotesque. Since Felix Leader has won, Natasha and I no longer have to look for a moose and squirrel. Instead, we listen to the Neil Rogers Parrot and Balance 1 to 2 hour. <laughs> Roar! Yeah. 
Sagging no more. Somebody just sent us some bad news. Seika died a few years ago when she blew her brains out, and they ain't sagging no more. I bet you they're nice and firm and all perked Dry up. Dry and hard. Oh. Well, I didn't know that. Did you? No. She's dead, Seika. Well, I'll be damned. 103 at 560 WQM. We can change that poll now, Eric. Jenna Jameson wins it with 88, and Tracy Lord, 86. Pretty damn tight. About as tight as you can get. Ass and to ass. Thank you, Tony's. Uh, oh, Tony's over there on 193rd and Northwest 2nd Avenue. We were hollishing. Brought uh, lunch today for uh, Josh and George. Tony's Pizza, it's great. They got all kinds of good stuff. They got subs, pizza. Yes. Josh is having a sub. I'm having there a pizza. There you go. Uh, I don't know whether I should read the Joe Connison article. I guess I probably should, although it, it's ponderous, and I did the Michael Moore thing yesterday. I guess out of fairness I shouldn't. Joe Connison was just on CNN with the Wolf uh, Meister. Yeah, well, a little you know, bit different like perspective. It. Just to show we're not like trying to like tilt it all to one side, are we? Well, Bush's war stories simply don't fly, writes Joe Connison. He's one of the very best. He says George W. Bush lied about his military service record. The lie can be found in his own 99 campaign autobiography, as written by Karen Hughes, where he dramatically describes his experience as a pilot in the Texas Air National Guard during the Vietnam War. On page 34 of eight, a charge to keep. Mr. Bush claims that after learning to fly the F-102 fighter jet, he was turned down for Vietnam duty because he hadn't logged enough flight hours to qualify for a combat assignment. Before going on to recall the challenging moments that involved close formation drills at night during poor weather, he adds, I continued flying with my unit for the next several years. In light of what journalists and other researchers have learned since the publication of Mr. Bush's book, his account is unmistakably fraudulent. The issue is again relevant because Michael Moore, the author and filmmaker who supports West Clark's presidential campaign, recently impugned the president as a deserter. During the final Democratic presidential debate in New Hampshire, moderator Peter Jennings calls Mr. Moore's statement a reckless charge not supported by the facts and demanded that General Clark repudiate his celebrity backer. As the ABC newsman may or more likely may not know, the facts about the president's National Guard stint are complex, disputed, and in many respects unflattering. 
to call him a deserter was wrong and inflammatory, even if Mr. Moore was joking, as he now insists. Although Mr. Bush may well have been absent without leave, he was never prosecuted for that offense, let alone desertion, and he eventually received an honorable discharge. But to suggest that the Bush record is beyond criticism, as Mr. Jennings did, is both misleading and biased. That bias reflects an enduring double standard on this topic that has protected Mr. Bush ever since he first declared his presidential candidacy. The facts established by the Boston Globe reporter Walter Robinson in 2000 explode the lyrical flights of fancy penned by Ms. Hughes. George W. Bush graduated from Yale in June of 1968. After his father's influential friends contacted Texas Air National Guard officials, they awarded young George a safe berth in Houston's famed Champagne Unit, where sons of the Texas elite avoided Vietnam. His very special treatment included instant admission to flight training and an extraordinary commission as a second lieutenant. According to his former superiors, Mr. Bush performed admirably as a pilot while patrolling the coastal waters of the U.S. But in May of 1972, only 22 months after he completed pilot training, he stopped flying. In August of 72, he failed to show up for his annual physical exam and was automatically grounded. According to the Times of London, a conservative newspaper owned by Rupert Murdoch, Mr. Bush's campaign spokesman said he knew that he would be suspended if he missed that physical. He never flew a military aircraft again, or not until his flight suit photo op last spring, when he briefly took the controls of an S-3B Viking jet before landing on the USS Abraham Lincoln. Instead, he left his guard unit in Houston and went to Alabama to work in a Republican Senate campaign. He claims to have continued to serve in an Alabama guard unit, but there is no evidence to support that assertion and much contradictory evidence. The commanding officer of the Alabama Guard Unit told the Boston Globe that Mr. Bush never showed up for duty there, nor is there any evidence that he sought duty in Vietnam. In fact, there's considerable evidence that Mr. Bush skipped all duty for a full year until April of 1973. At that point, his two superior officers in Houston noted in writing in an official document, Lieutenant Bush has been observed at this unit during the period of... Has, let me say it again. Lieutenant Bush has not been observed at this unit during the period of this report. They erroneously believed that he had been completing his duty in Alabama, yet he somehow received an honorable discharge eight months before he completed his six-year commitment so he could begin attending Harvard Business School. As the Globe noted, the Champagne Unit and others like it back then displayed a tendency to excuse shirking by those with political connections. So Mr. Bush's claim that he continued flying with my unit for the next several years is an unabashed falsehood, a lie. Yet the spotty coverage of his military record in the mainstream press, aside from the Globe investigation and similar efforts in the Dallas Morning News and the L.A. Times, uh, el el eluded that lie. What, what is that? Elided? Hey. What is that word? Compare his soft treatment with the media scourging of Bill Clinton, who was held accountable during the 1992 campaign for every word uttered about his draft record. I think he meant it eluded. What the Jennings episode validates is not Mr. Bush's strange military career, but the Bush method of press management. Treat journalists like vassals with nicknames, cheek-pinching, and whenever they forget their place momentarily, sneering disdain. It works brilliantly. <coughs> How do you like that? I like it. So, you know, it's a matter of semantics whether you want to call him a deserter, and, you know, he maybe disagreed with Michael Moore in, in, that, in terms of that. But the fact of the matter is, he's a freaking liar. And how come we're hearing about this now, almost four years after he stole the 2000 election? Shut Why up. Why didn't we hear, as he points out, a lot more about it back then? Tommy. I see. Let's see. Let's take a look at the new poll. Which of these statements do you think is most true? Now, during this hour, I think that those people who hate you like poison, or the ones who think that I'm too angry, they ought to have an opportunity to you know, express themselves, express yourself, don't sure. you? Why not? Which of these statements do you think is most true? Neil is too angry. George is a hard-ass pick. I mean, it's tough to make just one choice, but that, you know, that's why we take the poll. Too much Bush on the show, the wrong kind. WQM has a death wish. Greg Reed belongs on death row. 
Clarence is gay. Absolutely. WQM needs Pharrell back bad, or none of the above. The show is fine. Well, let's see. I'm going to vote for uh, QM has a death wish. Especially with those damn promos, Clarence, you idiot. God, are you dumb. Man. And, and you know something? This is, I guess, what he replaced the other stuff that I bitched and hollered and they took him off the air about. Can you imagine if QM weren't all sports and how boring it would be? Talking about anything beside the Dolphins and the draft and anything else that begins with a D like Davy and Danny? Man. Let's see. The best male porn star, Julian Julian Rios and uh, Jordan Rivers. Says he has two names, one straight and one gay. According to some Maricon in the audience. Smart plan. There you go. 5670560. Oh, now let's see. Do we have any vote? I didn't vote on here yet, did I? I thought I did. Although. I thought I voted on here, but I guess I didn't because I want to see what's happening there already. Maybe something will pop up. Maybe something will pop Oh, look at that. None of the above. The show is fine. 16. WQM needs Pharrell back. Bad. 8. Too much Bush on the show. The wrong kind. 5. Clarence is gay. 2. Greg Reed belongs on death row, or at the very least in a mental institution. 2. QM has a death wish. 1. George is a hard-ass spick. 1. And Neil is too angry. 1. So we're doing pretty good so far. Right. But. Just wait. Yeah, I know. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Are you done with that poll? Go right ahead. Lay one on us. No one mentioned uh, Barbara Dare. Well, maybe they didn't dare mention it. She's gorgeous from the 80s. Okay, thanks, Pally. We'll keep it. put it on for next time. It's in tight. Right. Honorable mention. And back to you. Yeah, she gets on the honor roll. She's rolling it. Poor Seika, man. She's like, dead? I'll be damned. And you want to know why? Probably from doing around Jeremy and Al Goldstein. Yeah. Oh, man. She probably started having nightmares about that. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Great show. Love the polls. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening. Oh, okay. I'm soaking um, it all in. <laughs> I got one for your poll. It's out of the 80s. A guy named Ben Dover. Yeah, Ben Dover, uh-huh. Uh, I think it was Dr. Ben Dover, wasn't it? Dr. Dean. We're not doing any more porn stars, okay? The porn part of the show is over. We're only allowed three hours of porn every day, and especially since we have all those uh, promos to play with all that play-by-play stuff. I interrupted myself. I was mentioning the fact that he replaced that other crap with these things now. I'm going to show you a thing or two. We're going to put sports on there. We're going to jam sports right up your ass, whether you like it or not. Yeah, that's right. Sports. Sports up the ass. Well, just because you like it up the ass, Clarence, doesn't mean that the audience wants to be inundated with all this sports crap, okay? On and on and on. And I guess the idea being, it's just like the Ray Perry philosophy. You know, if we have 45 sports stations, that's going to create a lot more sports fans out there. <laughs> right. That's like saying if we have Ukrainian melodies, if we have 20 stations that are willing to play Ukrainian melodies all day, all of a sudden Ukrainian melodies are going to start to catch on. Everybody in town is going to be humming and singing them and uh, yanking them. Ukrainian melodies, right? And I guess that starts next week. And you know something? It would sure beat those damn promos, Clarence. Just, just stop already. Stop. Try to be, stop trying to be clever. Stop trying to be cute. Stop trying to be creative because you're none of these things, man. You're just a silly-ass little maracon. Twelve minutes after one. So go in there to see Duff, okay, and put your head together. Speaking of that, last time you looked at it, maybe you thought, boy, that thing is just too small. doesn't impress women. doesn't last as long as it used to. And don't even impress you. We're talking about your paycheck, of course. This Todd Dreckman, is he a piece or what? Call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to start that new high-paying computer career. 
In just four short months, Fast Train can help you get a new high-paying career in the computer field. The demand for computer professionals is growing like crazy. So call today and get on the road to a real job, a real career, and a real big fat paycheck. Call Fast Train at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. With seven locations, Fast Train is bound to have a campus nearby where you live, so it's easy to go to class. Fast Train offers you job placement and financial assistance for people who qualify, too. And with day, night, and weekend classes, there's no excuse to stay in your dead-end job a minute longer. If you're registered now, you can have that new high-paying career in just four short months, February, March, April, by maybe by El Cinco de Mayo. Call Fast Train today, toll-free. Check them out on the web first at FastTrain.com, and then make that call that could change your life forever. 1-866-FAST-TRAIN, because now you, too, can have the big one. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAM. To attract younger viewers, C-SPAN now offers a brand new reality show, Skydiving with Howard Dean. Join Howard Dean as he jets across the United States, jumping out over some of his favorite states. California, California, Texas, Texas, New York, York, South Dakota, Dakota, Oregon, Oregon, Michigan, and coming soon to Washington, D.C., Geronimo, is Skydiving with Howard Dean, premiering this week. On C-SPAN. 117, to that piece with Diane Sawyer this morning on ABC, that was, uh, you won't see that again. See, it's the kind of thing they'll show once. They'll say, oh, right. gee, well, you know, maybe the media took this out of context. And it, uh, it was a directional microphone. And you couldn't hear how loud the crowd was screaming and the fact that he was trying to outshout the crowd and get them all whipped up into a frenzy. And all of that is right. And right. I'll say it again. If that had been the only reason that I would have, like, turned on him a little bit, I'd say, gee, I apologize. And I was, uh, I, I feel bad. No, no. Tell people what they want to hear. No, no, I'm not telling them what they want to hear. I told them before that happened what I think, and I'm telling you that right now. I know. But af- after having seen that, at least I'll say, gee, I mean, this was uh, garbage. This was crap. They just buried the guy with that. But the fact of the matter is he's done a lot to bury himself, too, and now he's got his new manager. Roar! And the only reason I said all that was so I could play that again. What? Well, I, I, the fact that we got it, Roar! how often do we have, uh, you know, somebody, Roy Neal is the new campaign manager for Howard Dean. How often do we have anybody named Roar! Right. I, mean, yeah. oh, oh, I mean, back at uh, Cox Broadcasting, we used to have Bob, Dude. yeah, who was a little twerp, little piece of crap, who looked a little like Dennis Kucinich without the brains, Bob Neal. We'd like to step on you, Bob, okay? Come back and have another meeting with all the former IOD employees, okay? And we'll all walk up and step on your little ass, you little weasel you. And by the way, Cheryl, don't ever call me again and tell me to call up Bob Neal and wish him happy birthday, okay? They've always got these sinister little things going on behind the scenes and all these little games they want to play. Get out of my life. She called me when I was home, and I didn't uh, return the call. Not, I, have, I have no problem with Cheryl, just that she bugs me. And if she comes back here, fine, I'll have lunch with her again, and I'll buy. I'm not a cheapskate like some people I know. By the way, how's that lunch of yours coming, George? You still working on that? What you talking about? Five six seven oh five sixty, the one that Rimmer's gonna buy. Oh, you know, as soon, as soon as the moth falls clear out of his pants, it's like fantasy hockey. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I have a confession to make. What's that? I was the one listening to the Panthers game last night. You were the one. I was the one. Well, old Jugs thanks you profusely. Um, you know what? And reindeer, reindeer, that silly ass clown. I grew up in Pittsburgh listening to the great Mike Lang. Right. And Dick McDonald is no Mike Lang. Don't get me That's wrong. That's for damn but, sure. But he's not that bad. I mean, you know, he makes it sound exciting. Yeah. No, you're right. He he uh, um, gets enthusiastic about it. He can't say but, uh, anything, but he's pretty enthusiastic. What I wanted to let you know. I think I've been unfair to old Jugs McDonald, too. Old McDonald. 
Not just really. another example of how Bush League your radio station is. Um, listening to the game last night, yeah. and they play a spot for, I think it was Austin Burke, and it was a pre-Christmas spot. Oh, nice. Talking nice about touch. buy your husband a gift and Christmas music playing in the background mm-hmm. and the whole nine. It was hilarious. Great. And uh, one other now, thing. Now you're beginning to understand what we're up against, man. Oh, yeah, I know all about it. That's why I keep telling George the last few days, just just don't care. Just forget about it. Why, get get yourself like a lobotomy like Sheridan's doing there on Passions. Get the, get the electroshock and get all of that out of your mind. And just like all the people that run that station and the people that own it, just, uh, you know, just rake in the money and don't give a crap about anything else. Well, like you said, there's a sign on the wall. Just give us the effing money. And there really is. There's a sign up there. That's what it says. And we put it oh. there because that's what they're all about. <laughs> I believe it. Have a great um, day, Pally. Hey, Neil, one other thing. Yes, sir. This whole thing with Howard Dean and his, his, you know, I have a scream speech. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm sure you've seen uh, these silly Brits, you know, in, in their House of Lords or whatever the hell. In Parliament, yeah. Right. And they just, you know, they just go crazy on each other. Oh, no, there's no question that American uh, politics is much too polite. I've been saying that for years. It's a hoot, even in the ca- Canadian uh, Parliament. Uh, b- but the Brits, they really go nuts. They bang on the tables and they yell and they scream and they get up and they get. Uh, I think that's great because if you feel strongly about something, why do you have to like kiss everybody? Well, the honorable gentleman from Oklahoma. Well, first of all, there aren't any honorable gentlemen in Oklahoma. Okay, so what the hell's that all about? It's about a bunch of crap. Exactly. And Neil, in closing. Yes, sir. Mike Lang is God. Amen. See ya. Too bad Mike's got the awful team he's got to work with this year. Oh, and Bob Erie on top of it. They took away his partner and made him the coach, Edzo. Poor Mike. Good luck to you, Mike. You'll need it with that outfit. The Penguins couldn't score in a, a fixed game. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Marlins line. How's this poll doing? I bet you'll get a lot of response, George. Right. Well, they like a chance to vent. Okay, we like. I like to give them that chance. Just get it out. <laughs> like that. That's what we're here like, for. Like Howard Dean. Uh, let's see. Which of these statements do you like think is the most true? None of the above. The show is fine. 47. 43.9%. Well, thank God for that. WQM needs Pharrell back bad. 16. 16 people out there. He's coming back next week. <laughs> George is a hard-ass spick. 13. Yes. Clarence is gay. 8. Yes. Too much bush on the show. The wrong kind. 7. No. But we just tried to make up for that with three hours. Three hours of the other kind of bush. I don't have bush anymore. Greg Reed belongs on death row six. Well, I used to. I bet you Seika did. Yeah. WQM has a death row six, and Neil is too angry. Four out of 107. That's in last place. Too freaking angry. Stop being angry. We want the happy Neil. No, you don't. They like the angry Neil. What is that one guy? Oh, listen. I just put it on there to amuse you, okay? To amuse him. Do I A couple of you? people. Oh, yeah. Everybody I talk to says, well, Neil is too angry. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you know how many people that is? One. Himself. I. Well, he talks to himself a lot. Who else would talk to him? WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good, sir. Great. I was wondering, do you know if they replay the the horse races on TV down here, like Gulfstream? If they replay them? Yeah. Uh... They replay them on TV in the evening or anything? You know, that's a good question. I think that if you have... Uh, this wouldn't be a replay. It would be live. But if you have like the, on on uh, Direct TV or one of those, or the, what's the other one? The other Dish Dish TV uh, Dish no, Network. How to play Dish Network. Replay I think them, that bro. they have. You know, I, I know what you're saying, and I don't uh, really know. Maybe somebody will call in and tell you. Uh, okay, thanks. Okay, I mean, as far as replaying horse races, now when you have good digital, cable, they come for the top of the stretch. It's Snub the Devil, the leader. 
On the outside is Gold Reserve in second. Here's the third from Aqueduct, by the way, Hank. Snub the devil by a length and a half. Snub the devil, one to two. He's a lock, pulling away from the field. For the back, Tabaka Grill. It's Snub the Devil prevailing here. Snub the Devil now by four lengths. Then Gold Reserve and Cluster Bomb. Where the hell Tom Durkin's taking the day off? Who is this stiff? Two favorite. To Must be another relative of Marshall Cassidy at Aqueduct. Boy. Anyway, so there's the answer to that. Nobody cares about racing in Florida. Nobody cares about hockey. Nobody cares about anything. That's the sad part of it, you know. But they sure care about this poll today. We're going to get a tremendous response. You'll see an emotional outpouring from this Absolutely. audience. WQAM, hello. Neil, good afternoon. Yes, sir, speaking. Uh, I listen to the morning show. I'm not, not about the poll. Side note, I listen to Howard and Goldie. I love Goldie. I've said this before. What about Howard Absolutely. as a porno star? Cause he's terrible as a talk show host. How about what? How about Howard as a porno star? But would he gay or straight? <laughs> he could do the most great ramble, I'll tell you that. First of all, he's making fun of Mike Ditka this morning about giving an award about Levitri. He called it the boner pill. Yeah. What's wrong, what's wrong with him? Call him and ask him, okay? Call up Mo and ask him right to his puss, right to his piece. What, which of these statements do you think is most true? Okay, the votes are pouring in. I knew they would. 115. None of the above. The show is fine. 51. QM needs Pharrell back. Bad. 17. George is a hard-ass spick. 13. See, you're stuck on 13. You're not doing so bad. What? That's you not an accurate statement. They're not bashing you so bad. You thought they were going to rip you an ass. I did not. Yes, you did. I did. Too much bush on his show, the wrong kind, nine. Clarence is gay, eight. WQAM has a death wish, seven. Well, we knew that a long time ago. Greg Reed belongs on death row, six, including his ex-wife, I'm sure. And uh, Neil is too angry, four. So what were you telling me this morning, speaking of that? Oh, I was saying about uh, WQAM, <laughs> hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, for that other gentleman, Sunshine Network does uh, replay the uh, races. At what time? Uh, in the evening time. I don't remember exactly when. In the I summertime. Somewhere between 7 and 10 at night. Excellent. Thanks a lot, pal. Bye. See, you. See, there you go. You ask and we got it for you, man. We had the third race from Aqueduct right here live in the stretch run. Action number nine, load of lilacs. Yeah, we got a load for you, okay, honey? Yeah. Get out of here. 26 after 1 at 560 WQM. What is this thing that you just, uh, uh, syllabication? What, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> oh, elide. Elide. There is such a word. I, I never, see, Joe Coniston is doing the Margaret Dowd thing now. Putting words in there because he knows I'm going to read his column on the air and I can't, uh, Marine. I, I, did you ever hear that? No. Elide. Which means to omit or slur. So in other words, they, uh, slurred over it. They did, they, uh, they just looked the other way. <laughs> which makes sense. 27 after 1, speaking of racing and all those things, let's talk about Pompano Park right now because they got the action located just a half a mile from both I-95 and the Florida Turnpike. Pompano Park is easy to get to. And best of all, Pompano Park features free admission and free general parking every day. Live harness racing in the poker room open every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, like tonight, Friday and Saturday. Poker starts at noon, goes on till midnight, and live racing gets underway nightly, 7.05 p.m. Watch out for Hollis and Billy Rieger, man. They'll kill you. Every Monday night at the track is a two-for-twenty-five-dollar dinner special in the top of the park restaurant. And also look out for Elmer Conrad. Every Wednesday night is dollar night for draft beer, sodas, hot dogs, and lots more. And every Thursday is ladies' night with two-for-one drink specials. And every night in the fourth-floor players' room, there's a seven-ninety-five plated dinner special at Pompino Park. And coming up this coming Monday, mark it down now. Don't miss it. This Monday, February the tooth is the next free spaghetti dinner. You won't want to miss that at Pompano Park. Free spaghetti. 
What are, you, are you chocolate again? No, I'm marking it down. No, mark it down. Free spaghetti, but not for you, though. You're not old enough. And then next Friday, February the 6th, the week from tomorrow, Pompano Park will be celebrating its 40th anniversary with a special night. Lots of big stuff going on. Live music, giveaways, free prize drawings, family fun night. Ricky Tiki Shaw's going to be there emceeing. Antique car display and lots more stuff going on. Pompano Park for simulcasting is also open every day and night, seven days and nights a week with the best in harness, thoroughbred highlight action from all across North America. Free to watch and wager on. Avoid Walter or Case at all, at all costs. Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For the current race schedule, go online at pompanopark.com or give them a call at 954-972-2000. Don't forget, post time tonight, 7.05 at Pompano Park. Live, Live and local, we're Sports Radio 560 QAM. He's mad. James Brown is Agent Double O Soul in License to Kill. James Brown faces his greatest nemesis yet, the South Carolina Correctional System. Watch the Godfather of Soul sidestep the authorities with his good foot dance. The South Carolina Maximum Security Pin is no match for James Brown's sex machine. You'll be shaken, not stirred, by James Brown, Agent Double O Soul in License to Chill. Pick up these classics in a video store near you. James Brown in Dr. Yo and Soul Finger. He's got problems again, poor James Brown. That's why I played that. Yeah. Soul Singer James Brown was arrested yesterday on domestic violence charges, authorities said. I can't believe it. Can you? Yes. <laughs> Brown said he was booked in the county jail and was to appear at a bond hearing. Now, where the hell was this? This was uh, in South Carolina somewhere. Doesn't even bother saying where. Uh, he served a two-and-a-half-year prison term after 1988 arrest on drug and assault charges. Was convicted of a drug-related offense in 1998. Granted a pardon by the state in May. Known as the Godfather of Soul, Brown was honored last month at the Kennedy Center as one of the most influential musicians over the past 50 years. He's turned more people out of that white powder than any other musician going, except maybe, uh, what's his name? Eric Clapton. Oh. And Kurt Cobain. Washington Superstar column that we had, Eric informs me with regret that it's a subscription-only thing and will not be on our website. Oh, well. Got it? Got it. That's one of those things. We can't be perfect. We can't do it all. 5670560. I guess what Joe Connison was trying to say is that the media didn't have to single anybody out. They glossed over, kind of like what Clarence does with his lips. They glossed over Bush's uh, grotesque and embarrassing lack of military record, his, uh, his, his AWOL uh, status. Is what he was saying. They glossed it over, like Clarence does to his lips. Uh, <laughs> what are you laughing about? Nothing. Don't you know that he uses oh, lip gloss? Stop. Yeah, he I most guess. certainly does. He uses lip gloss. <laughs> See, if this is really going to be a sports station, I think in this new year, even though it's the end of January already, it's not too late. Make another resolution. This station needs to bush up a little bit this year. Too many uh, maricones running sports. around. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Don't hate you. Too bad. <laughs> too freaking bad. We got too many uh, Fruit Loops running around. Uh, Push it up a little bit, okay, Clarence? And stop playing those stupid old uh, Chris Moron dropping. Oh, my God. Clips from games that have been forgotten by even the people that played them. WQM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. How about putting there too much stupid sport? I beg your pardon? Too much stupid sport talk in that in that poll that you're taking now. I see. And when you when you talk, is there you, any other kind? No. Well, it, it, you're right on that. When you t 
to tell the story about the whale that exploded, right. I closed my eyes and I visualized Rush Limbo with all of those pills that he's popping, mm -hmm. exploding on the air. I would air. love to see that. Eh? Wouldn't that be something else? It would be a whale of a deal, yeah. He just said that his listeners are addicted to him. Mm -hmm. Did he just say that? Yeah. I'll be damned. Hey, well... Anyway, I had a, a candidate. I had a candidate for the other poll. So How about some Rush Limbaugh Pez? Yeah, that I, would you let me tell you my candidate for the uh, poll? Go right ahead. Right it was Ninoska La Gorda. You don't know her or, no. or George because it's, she's a, a Spanish uh, a star, very good in Little Havana and in South America. The last movie that she made was called La Gorda y la Pinguita. Oh, jeez, great. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hasta luego. Hasta la vista. Hasta, hasta que your meat is so okay, get out of here with your filth, okay? Esa negrita que va a caminar con la punta gorda. So guttural, man. She's just disgusting. She makes me nauseous. But she's dead. Uh-oh, don't start again with Celia Cruz. Just that. when you were starting to make some inroads again with that spit community, and now you're picking on Celia again. Too bad. Too bad. We can't stand it, whatever it was. I don't want to say her. 567, I know we're not getting a phenomenal response here. I thought they'd be calling and ripping you and me an ass, but they're not. We invited them to do it. Maybe they like us now today. Maybe it's one of those <laughs> yeah, days. Sure. Maybe, Maybe the moon is in Uranus. Maybe the stars Maybe are aligned in the right order. That could be it. WQAM, hello. Neil God. Yes, sir, speaking. On uh, your last poll, I'm sorry I missed some of the show. Did anyone say the winner, uh, Paris Hilton? Oh, my God. Give me I a break. I don't miss that one. Huh? Huh? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Even if she were a porn star, would anybody pay to see that? No. Well, I mean, like I said before, if there was any woman, even uh, that broad that was in court in Orlando, that the judge said who would rape that? No day at the beach. If, if she was on there on the internet. Oh, gee, George, you better you better uh, cut, uh, check out www.desperados.com. You know, night twenty anymore. Wow, pathetic. Put some meat on the bone. You know what I'm saying? Put some meat on the bone. We're not talking about these string bean, Christina Aguilera, Paris Hilton, Jackie Johnson, these string beans, man. That, that's all they are, string bean. If that's what you like, more power to you. Joe, Joe Costello likes that. He likes that string bean look. WQM, hello. Neil, how you doing, bud? Pretty good, sir. I want to talk about my uncle, the Moore's uh, piece on the Columbine. Yes. I thought it was great. Uh, he made up some. He made some really good points. He did a good job about pointing about how we need gun control and everything. But then all of a sudden, once the things start getting good, he goes into this diatribe about uh, Schwartz is running around all over the place raping our women, and that's why we need guns. He totally lost me on that. What? What are you talking about? The Columbine movie. Uh, Sparks is running around raping women as well. Yeah, he guns? shows like little cartoons about little black guys running around and, and the slavery and all that junk. And I, it just lost me. I, I, once he did that, and I think that's I, I the think, biggest I problem. Think, I think you're right. I think he lost you. I think you're absolutely right. I think that's the biggest problem with the Democratic Party. they got a lot of great ideas and a lot of good things, but then you get these fringe lunatics like uh, PETA and all other things like that, and, and that's what well, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is PETA part of the Democratic Party? No, but I think it's part is, of the is ideology. Michael, is Michael and it's Moore all, running for president? So I, I can tell you how many people in PETA are Republicans. None. They're all free yeah. Democrats. How do you know that? Have you done an interview? Uh, They're all Democrats and people. You know they are. The no, I don't. I don't people. think any of them have time for that. They don't have time for politics. They're too busy saving squirrels. I think 
that's what they scares people off the Democratic Party, though, is that I they think they've got. I think that most people or mo most middle swing voters think that the Democratic Party is just a bunch of closet liberals. And, and they don't identify with them. Sir, sir, the, the way you throw cliches around is so pathetic. I feel sorry for you. Closet liberals. Guess what? I'm out of the closet. John Kerry's out of the closet. Ted Kennedy's out of the closet. We're all coming back out of the closet. There's I, I nothing think wrong with I being liberal, waiting. okay? The I greatest president in the history of your country, or at least of my country, the greatest president was Franklin Roosevelt. You can't get more liberal than him. John Kennedy was a Massachusetts liberal, okay? So quit trying to play these stupid, silly-ass games. Man, oh, man. Why, why did I let him go you on? Son of a yeah, you're Chuck Heston thing. would say. Although I think the part about Schwarzers with guns, I think they got a point. Raping our women. Right. Damn rapist Schwarzers. God, this this guy. Uh, so typical. One of yours again. Another one of yours. Democratic Party, you know. You're going to see, pal. And in addition to which, let me say it again, a half a million more people voted for Al Gore, who is a weak-kneed candidate running with an Orthodox Jew running mate. Half a million people voted for him than the Bushmeister, okay? So all of this business about, well, most of the country, yeah, take a look at the part of the country that thinks the Democratic Party is too liberal, all right? Take a look at that map again. Take a look at them Yahoo states. Now, if you're one of them drooling rednecks, and like we said before, you know, crackers and Cubans. Spicks and Hicks. Spicks and Hicks. If you're in that category, well, more power to you, okay? Bring over the moonshine. My and Nick This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. All right. You may sit and watch the TV with the finger up their butt. Whoa, I'd love to know, I'd love to know what Christians do for fun. Read the Bible in the corner while fondling their nuts. Oh, I'd love to know, I'd love to know what Christian super fun. Poster white and tasty from the fast food veggies. Inhaling packs of macaroni and cheese. Gut holes in the veggie just in case they reproduce. That's just about all they're allowed to do. I'd love to know, I'd love to know, I'd love to know. Ooh, I'd love to know, I'd love to know, I'd love to know. Do they get a swollen pud while cleaning out their gun? Ooh, I'd love to know, I'd love to know what Christians do for fun. Do they polish up the fish? On the tailgate of their truck. Whoa, I'd love to know, I'd love to know what Christians do for fun. Sit and stand and eat and sit back down again and chew. And wash it all down with a 12 pack of fruit. Live a life of boredom up to heaven you'll go. God only smiles upon boring assholes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And you know that awful closet liberal John Kerry, speaking of guns. Yeah. He's an avid hunter and a gun owner, but he said he never he never saw anybody uh, hunting deer with an AK forty seven. Good point, John. He hasn't gotten around. I see. Swedes have more and more animal sex. I beg your pardon? Animal sex is not illegal in Sweden, and every year between 200 and 300 pets are injured because of sexual assaults. The estimate was presented by the Swedish Veterinary Organization, and it's now trying to make the authorities and the public more aware of the animal suffering. 
That must be those liberal people, uh, pe people, uh, PD people. The organization claimed the problem has increased during the last couple of years, even if most people are unaware of it. We've seen an increase since 1999 when child pornography became illegal, said Johann Beck Fries. It appears, in other words, as there are some people who have replaced children with animals. In both circumstances, it's sex with defenseless individuals. The injuries inflicted on animals after sexual assaults are of the same character as those children get. Beck Fries said the most common injuries are wounds on these sex organs and blisters. Blisters. Mm -hmm. The fact that animal sex is becoming increasing. Now, is that on the animal or the uh, inflictor? On the sister. The fact that and we're not playing Bobby Brown. The fact that animal sex is becoming an increasing problem can be indicated by the mere fact that there's an increasing selection of animal porn at video rentals, and there's an increasing num uh, number of websites with animal pornography is surfacing. You ready for that? No. Don't you remember that movie uh, Bambi Come Home? No one knows for sure how many animals that are abused, but a British study from 2001 indicates that every 20th dog or cat that receives treatment at veterinaries, the injuries are not a result of direct accident, but the animal's been inflicted the injury as a result of a sexual assault. Jesus. <clears throat> According to the Swedish paper Expressen, if the same estimate can be used in Sweden, that would indicate two to 300 dogs and cats every year are injured as a result of sexual assaults. In contrast with most other countries, animal sex is not illegal in Sweden. It was decriminalized in 1944 in connection with the decriminalization of homosexual sex. Oh, great. Thank you so much for lumping that all together. Nice going. Oh, it's Crazy all those deviant acts. Yeah, all those deviant acts oh, that the Lord creepers. is really pissed off about. Yeah. Oh, God. Man. You sodomite. Jesus Christ. 5670560, oh, pound 560 oh. on the AT&T. Look at this lagging response on the phone here now, man. I thought they would seize this opportunity. Lagging. They just don't care. It's okay. WQM, our last call. Hello. Hey, how you doing today? Okay, sir. All right. Uh, I catch you sometimes up here on the road. I live up here uh, north on 27. Uh, but I uh, I have been meaning to call you uh, the last couple of weeks, but haven't been able to get through. Today's my only free day. Uh, when you did some movies, did you ever hear one called Pacific Heights? Heard of it, didn't see it. Uh, you got to see that. I recommend it because I'm a landlord. And oh, no, I, oh, no I did see that one. I saw Isn't that the one about Black where they... Season. Yeah. Tenant from Hell. Right. Absolutely. I did see that. It's great. It was a damn good movie. Saw it twice, as a matter of fact. Right. It reminds me of a landlord, and I've had a few tenants just like that. And let me tell you this. <laughs> it's a fact. One of the best. Thanks a lot, pal. I'm glad you uh, reminded me. Thanks a lot, man. Have Bye. a great day. You ever see that, Pacific Heights? Yes, I did. That is fabulous. It was good. 192 votes this hour in this uh, second poll, now that we put our porno people back to sleep. Which of these statements do you think is most true? None of the above. The show is fine, 81. Everything is just fine. Oh, we're fine. You go, Dan. WQM needs Pharrell back. Bad, 32, 16.6%. Think we need Pharrell back. Add a little spice. George is a hard-ass pick. 26, 13.5%. You're moving up a little bit. Mm -hmm. I don't like forget about you. Although Clarence is gay is moving nicely with 15. WQM has a death wish, 10 we should have probably put one on there. The people that work at QM have a death wish. We should have put that on there, especially the people that have to be in the building. Wow. You got a sick building there, Greg. Sick building. It's sick. Sick. We don't have a choice, you know. W I do. QM has got a death wish, 10. Greg Reed belongs on death row, 10. Too much bush on the show, the wrong kind, 10. Now, I would have thought that the other way around. See, although I guess I guess the people don't want to hear about uh, the bush bashing and all the truth about what's happening in the world, they're already gone anyway, right? Screw them. One, what and, is that, 18%?
I beg your pardon? When you take those other polls? About what? About who would you vote for? Oh, yeah, but but the other ones are probably rather rip you and, uh, you know. Neil is too angry, 8. Last place, only 4.1% think I'm too angry. Well, I'm going to work on it, okay? I'm going to start getting a lot more angry. Get your anger up? Yeah, I'm going to get my dander up. Oh, and by the way, speaking of dander, you know, the moveon.org and the uh, spot that they want child's pay? Yes. That they wanted to run in the Super Bowl as a paid commercial that CBC ref- refused to run? C- CBS. Wait till you hear CBS. Did I say CBC? So. Sorry. 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 CBS statement on advocacy advertising today. Wait till you hear this. This is such a crock of crap. Given the misleading and inaccurate statements offered to the media and public in recent days, it is understandable why there's confusion over the CBS TV network's longstanding policy against advocacy advertising. The policy is decades old. It is designed to prevent those with means to produce and purchase network advertising from having undue influence on controversial issues of public importance. From the network's perspective, we believe our viewers are better served by the balance and perspective such issues can be afforded within our news programming. This policy applies only to network advertising, not to the local time of individual stations affiliated with the network. As such, it is therefore also intended to promote and protect localism. Local stations we own, as well as CBS affiliates owned by others, are free to accept or reject such advocacy advertising for their own air based on how they believe such decisions serve the public interest in their communities. Conflicts over the policy are also decades old. The network has rejected hundreds of advocacy ads over the years, ranging from mobile oil and W.R. Grace Company submissions to ads on all sides of issues from gun control to abortion and to the North American Free Trade Agreement, to name just a few. We found that people tend to agree with the policy when they disagree with the thrust of the ad, vice versa. Suggestions also have been made that we're violating our own policy by allowing the airing of messages that aim to curb drug abuse and smoking by minors. CBS is unaware, now here comes the best part, CBS is unaware of responsible groups that advocate drug abuse and smoking by minors, so it's hard to understand how these laudable efforts would constitute controversial issues. There's absolutely nothing controversial about drugs. No. Right? No, I advocate smoking drugs by minors. There you go. In recent years, the cottage industry has arisen among groups that submit advocacy ads that they know will be rejected. They then resort to press releases and Internet diatribes about the rejection to reap considerable free media attention and financial contributions to support their cause. Editors and potential contributors beware. The one constant is that CBS's policy is simple, clear, published, and available to anyone who asks. A copy of the policy, and they got they write out the policy. Full of crap, full of baloney. Everybody knows that CBS and Viacom, they're sucking the, the Bushmeister's le- legs, his kneecaps, and they're working on it from there. And that's what's happened to the media. Now, you have no more choice. You have a handful of grave robbers, and anybody who dares to challenge them, well, they're just a bunch of radicals on the Internet. And now the new thing is because they know they have no credibility, just like the caller. Everybody gets lumped in with the PETA, the PETA people. Right. The PETA people. have gotten that on the fill-in shows. They, they can't answer anything that you say, so they'll... Throw some extreme. Oh, you believe in those rioters? You're one of those rioters. Those uh, nasty. You know. The PETA people. I think the PETA people are made from Boca burgers. My life and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Lick my boot. Okay. No. Yes. Absolutely. Young man, if you're feeling perplexed, I said, young man, want to date your own sex, I said, young man, here's what you must do next, if you want to practice your faith, young man, there's a place you can chill, I said, young man, if you're a three dollar bill, you can pray there, 
I think what we ought to do on our website, since you're emailing Eric, you have that little uh, window yeah, there. The chat thing. Chat box. Your little chat box. Uh, stick in your box this suggestion that we get rid of that, uh, what, what was it? Roy! And Tigger. Well, that's been on there long enough. It was very cute. It was sensational. But we get, uh, since we're going to be doing the hot couples contest very right. soon again in the next the, few uh, days. Huh? It can go on the back pages. Yeah, but we can take that thing off of there and, like, place the uh, pictures of the winners from last year's, the two uh, couples. Amy and Aaron. Right. And the other one, whoever won the second one. Don't you think that's a great idea? Yes. To kind of like, a, you know, a subtle reminder, as a not-so-gentle reminder, to get your little uh, brownie cameras out, your digital cameras, whatever you got, and uh, start flashing. I'm going to tell Josh after show, you know those uh, naked celebrities you want? Yeah. I'll look for the naked females, but Josh has to look for the naked guys. He can handle it. He's not, uh, he's not worried about his uh, sexual uh, identity. He's just worried about getting laid. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Oh, he hates me now. Why is that? So much for oh, our actually, Clarence can do it. <laughs> well, here's go. a quick fax from uh, Pecker Wood. It says, I wanted, to ch- I wanted to chime in on Pharrell. He was at the Panthers game the other day. Here's one guy that threw his life down the drain. He looked like he didn't shave since he got fired, drunken by himself. You guys are still talking about Pharrell. He sucks, and now he's a nobody, it says. Great job and balls for the Beasleys. Well, no, it's Greg again. That's Greg and the Beasleys, man. They could screw up a, a wet dream. Anyway, which of these statements do you think is most true? None of the above. The show is fine, 95. QML needs Pharrell back bad, 36. George is a half-assed, a hard-assed spick, 31. Clarence is gay, 16. We know that. QM has a death wish, 14. Too much bush on the show, the wrong kind, 14. Greg Reed belongs on death row, 12. Neil is too angry, 9. And the mad dog who's angry that uh, Mo is after Tom Brady's ass is coming up next. Bye, bye, bye! Yeah. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Howard from Boca. Caught a lot of balls.